0: fresh, crew, You review the books, get shaved dirty looks, now that wrong turn, just say poo-poo.
1: Poop, poop. Hey, welcome back, one and all, to the DC Comics Show. That's weird. That's right, it's the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. And I'm America's sweetheart,
2: Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is episode number 244. 244. Hey, welcome. Welcome, Eric. Welcome all to the official unofficial welcome, podcast Jim. of the WeirdScienceDCComics.com website. And hey, we're ready to rock hey. tonight. <laughs> hey! We're, we're ready to go. I'm already getting nervous if I can do the badass oh, no, call without any sort of problem. This is what again, happens always. It always messes me up, and I know things are a little shifted in it. Some people change up the levels where they are. I have a bit of the yips. But I also want to mention a big thing. My <gasps> son... Zach oh. has gone through a boot Camp of the Marines and he Is having his graduation next week Which will be on Friday uh-huh. Now that being said I Will be out of town from Wednesday Until Sunday I wasn't and may invited. not Even get home until late Late Sunday though I think that's ridiculous Tanya <laughs> wants to stay over the Graduation <laughs> on Friday She wants to stay all the day Saturday like and, then sleep and then Leave on Sunday morning but The drive's 10 hours i mean. And if we're going to do anything, I wouldn't mind leaving Saturday night driving five hours like we're doing to get down there even though i think that's bullcrap also i'd rather just drive the whole way through but if we left saturday night drove five hours then slept woke up early on sunday drove the next five hours you yeah. know to get home and then i have all the things i'm telling her i'm like there's football to be had there's podcasting but <laughs> I, I don't know she's Baby, all in, podcasting. Yeah, i'm telling you she's all into this thing about it. and i i really think that zach, like, zach want to hang out i'm like hang out He's hanging out with the family. We're just I driving sp- back I then. I've said what? five words to that guy in yeah, five years. Yeah, really. And I said, don't you think Zach will want to come home as soon as possible after all that being away? Why would he want to <laughs> hang out at Paris Island one more day? Because so we'll see how it's going on. But because of that, we're going to do everything early so that we don't skip anything. But we're going to have a shorter podcast next week because we're going to have our Patreon spotlight. No, and I'll tell no. you right now, this coming up week's Patreon spotlight will be Batman number six. 78 and event Leviathan number four. I already had the poll they up. Took the good the ones votes are in. The votes are in, and that's no way that they are going to get beat. So that will be the Patreon spotlight, which will probably come out on Wednesday, a day earlier than it usually does. Now, with that, I do believe the full podcast as well will come out early on Patreon, probably on Thursday or Friday. I'll schedule that to come out early. So if you wanted to get a head start, get those uh, all the weekly spotlight stuff, it, it continues every week anyway. But but if you wanted to get these right away, you know, come and join us on the Patreon. If not, you will get a very abbreviated show So
1: patreon.com com slash week. weird science?
2: Patreon.com slash weird science. Now, if you don't want to get involved with that, you know, me and Eric get sad. But if you don't, you'll still get a show next week, sad. next Sunday night. I will have that scheduled, but it's going to be a very short show. And we're telling everyone right now, listen, Nils. If a little you're, Jim if you're Warner episode, huh? Yeah, no, we're we're not going to have mail, so that that's done. So if you send in mail, we'll get to that the week after. But you'd be better served just waiting because we're going to have to record. We, we have all this scheduling all wacky. We're going to be recording that show in the next day insane. or so. Yeah, it's going to be very early. Luckily, we have the review copies from DC, and I hate doing a show before i actually write the reviews or even i hate it before the the wednesday comes out and then you can kind of get oh, messes you know see up. how people go and you, you know what things are going yeah it messes but we're gonna do that early so i'll have that but this week past, we had two patreon spotlights because we ended up having to do them separate me and eric did deceased a good day to die number one and then me and reggie did batman versus Ra's Al Ghul" number one so you won't hear One's those tonight the on other. this podcast yeah really a lot better <laughs> but you won't hear either of those tonight uh because if you want to hear those go over to patreon.com slash weird signs, sign up and get all of our shows we have a ton of shows uh that i'm very proud of but we're gonna move on now to the people that make it all work and make it worthwhile and make me <laughs> smile eric and those <laughs> are the badasses. those are the badasses of the Don't get yourself beep boop here's the roll call eric now, you know what I was thinking? Oh, fuck. When I go down to South Carolina, maybe I can take a laptop and we can podcast from there. We got our man Rob Lewis, Burdell Akachuk, Dalton, Christian, Ken Halleck, Lady, Abby, John, Jack, Nick Adams, Mark, Jager, T-Funk, Josh Vermillion, Altrin Stoja. I'm What's already up, man? having I don't happened? know. I'm, I'm making myself laugh. Batman Beyond Mark, <laughs> Eric G, David Fink, Manship. Brandy, Manship. Bobby Bain, Reggie Hancock, Forrest, Paulie, Tony Walton, Joey Bear Costco, Be a Superhero in Joey Home Bear. Business Podcast by Ron Saunders, Joseph Watch Sick, Comic Boom Rocky, D Man 3000, All New, Dave Carlos, Ian, Brian, Brian King, Charlie Drew, my MP from <laughs> NYC, Paulie P, Fab Five Freddy, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double A Ron, Monty, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, <sighs> Missy T, Lone Wolf, oh Marvin, Ruben. Ruben! See, I did it. Now, I you will say, it, I ended up saying the be a hero and home business podcast by Ron Saunders. Ron told me today that he is going to ditch the podcast. I tell him not to. So that's why I mentioned that in full and also because he didn't change his name there. And I really was very worried that I was going to miss things if I changed things up, but I hope Ron does not give up that and keeps going with that little bit of a push but that is the end of the badass roll call and everybody in the whole patreon makes us happy and makes everything work with all the things we do And yeah, and and gets to the badasses though they get to Shep. pick the books we do, and sometimes with these, uh, you know, spotlights, I want to strangle them. It's what I want to do. Oh but hey, That's Violence. why we had it so they can do that to screw us over. But yeah, and, and with me, yeah, yeah, with me going out of town too, we have a couple things going on. Like me and Brand are going to have to do the Marvel stuff early as well. It really makes these next couple of days so busy for me. But one of the things is the indie spotlight, the indie. Uh, weekly spotlight. I think I might do that on my own, Eric. I think that you would not want to be involved with that, Why so is that? I think I will. Well, it's because it is the uh, Black Hammer Justice League number three. You really didn't like the number two, so I might just do that quick. If I, uh, I'll wake up early tomorrow while you're still asleep, and I'll just push that one out and do that. I think that if you want to like do it, though, a dump. I'm telling you, if you <laughs> really, that's what I do, and really, that's the best part of the morning, isn't it? Uh, if you want to do that with me. Then you're fine You you can do that with me I just thought I ended up having to put That's the one That was the weird one Because I had to end up Putting books that we get review copies for obviously we don't get every indie company's review copy so that kind of put a kibosh on a lot of different books and that's what seems to be picked by a lot. i mean it's a landslide right now it's like 15 to the next one is one so i'm like all right i guess that's what we're doing and i know you don't enjoy it that much but if you want it you can talk to me if you want to do it i don't (laughs) think you want to do it so (laughs) (laughs) there you go so you you can join up and listen to me talk about that but yeah we're going to go off right now to our books that I think that Eric's going to love talking about, especially the second book of this upcoming section. You love love. It's bad. Good. Not bad. Evil. Uh, That's the thing. (laughs) So we'll see how that goes. But we're going to go up to the books right now. And here we are to talk some books it is the meat and the cheese of the podcast and if you want to read all our written reviews for these books go over to weirdsciencedccomics.com where you will find them and we have three books in this first section and probably the biggest three we've almost ever had in a section doesn't mean i'm going to like it even them, more though. than world's end earth 2 and future's yes, end and Batman that, and rabbit eternal sense that we had to be you know doing every week that, that came out weekly <laughs> very weekly but yeah i think there that a uh, legion of superheroes millennium doomsday clock and a justice league thrown in there as well have to be three of the bigger books that we've ever had in a section like i said that's not going to mean that i like every one of them uh one of them is as infuriating in my mind and i think that people will guess which one that is but Just we're gonna lee, start and gotcha. you know, we'll see uh-huh. we'll see how it goes but we're gonna start with what eric
1: we are starting out with doomsday clock number 11 written by jeff johnson art by gary frank brad anderson and rob lee it's been a long time coming to get our penultimate issue to this series, and sadly it just doesn't live up to the hype. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just that we see Osmodeus and Lex Luthor give their very best villain monologues about what they've been up to behind the scenes. And besides for a few moments with Adrian Veidt that really got my attention, Lex Luthor stole the show for me with his behind the scenes investigations about what's happening to the timeline.
2: Yeah, and so when you go through this, I even said before we started recording, uh, I was bitching and moaning, to be quite frankly, about about this yeah, book yeah. as well. Uh, not all of this book, but some others as well, like I said. But I was saying that this, this pretty much killed me with this series. The, this one issue, it didn't kill me. I, I still – but if you remember when we first started Doomsday Clock, I was not on board as much as you, Eric, or a lot of other people. And then – and then eric shea's enthusiasm plus the idea that jeff johns was finally showing us more of what was happening in the dc universe which i've always said reading this is my big you know concern not the watchman characters i really don't care if the watchman characters continue into our universe afterwards and really actually don't want them to um so once we got the fun of the dc universe in a darker world that we had but still we were seeing connections we kind of we're having some fun. This issue, after all these delays, just ends up, like you said, being monologues, being exposition from, a, a you know, Adrian. Also, don't from look Lex. at the man the, behind the curtain. Yeah. Okay, now look, and, and I'll and, tell you all about it. Yeah, and I'll tell you all about this. The mystery's over. I better end this. And the weird thing about it is, I'm saying that a lot of this is because of a story change. We're still on the penultimate issue, and this would have been things that would have to have been done anyway. So I can't say it's all because of story change because, you know, we're we're an issue away from it ending, and we really don't know a lot. Now, I do think that the 12th issue, the final issue that we'll get next, has been changed a lot. We've kind of been told this. Uh, We're telling that it, it is kind of adjusting to what books are doing now instead of what was going to be the vice versa deal and still, though, this issue felt like just an info dump of stuff we never knew. Well, you know at, what I mean? Well, not so, even that. It's not even an info dump of stuff we never
1: knew. It's an info stuff as uh, a dump of stuff that doesn't even seem to matter in the long run. The stuff like the idea of like Mime and Marionette being here. Yeah, that doesn't really serve a purpose. Okay, comedian. Ah, uh, yeah, we're not going to deal with that because he doesn't really seem to serve yeah. a purpose at this point either. And even like you know Lex Luther behind the timeline and tr- uh, behind the scenes, t- looking at the timeline in general, going back to the beginning of DC special rebirth that's interesting just because i'm a yeah, fan that's, of that stuff. and but that's in the what i was run, gonna
2: say yeah the whole deal the story no. at hand and and so when you're doing this you're going to suddenly out of nowhere get a saturn girl real focus when we we've had her a little but now because of the whole legion deal and stuff that's all thing, of a sudden she's full a focus. focus here yeah that's yeah not, even so, that, it's not
1: even this hey saturn girl you you haven't been in the comic for a while. I'm going to talk to you through a a, a cage door here as I tell you a few things, but ultimately not a lot because you're just going to disappear here. and We're not going to well, focus on you gonna anymore. And you're going to disappear
2: because what most people have seen is she isn't in the Legion book coming up. Uh, as far as I can tell, she's not. And so I she, she wasn't. No, I, I didn't even see her on that, and I may be mistaken. But it seems like she's just disappearing just to get her the heck out of there and show you that the it's timeline is going to change. Different from the Legion. Like yeah, the So, the whole but idea it's going
1: to back Never. Happen for that legion so it can't be yeah, the same well, character and that's You know, the I thing don't...
2: is yeah you can't have her come back for a sip because they're just coming back so this has to change and and all the stuff with this you know kind of changing towards what we have to end with and it's just this issue really fell flat for me and i really didn't enjoy it at all until we got to the lex part and then the lex part with the picture and, and showing that john had been jumping around and people have been you know and leaving this at different very stages to show that As there was a manipulation the, the yeah, yeah, not and even, so that. It's like even Lex
1: believes that he wasn't doing it on purpose. It's just every time he would create a new timeline to see what would affect it, he would just end up leave this the photo behind of him, you know, from 1953. So I'm like, all right, I don't know why he would do that though. Because even at that one point during the DC Comics Rebirth, where Wally comes out and like, oh, I remember you, Wally, and the Flash is embraced, and I'm gonna start crying again because I love that scene. But that's where it seemed like he also found that real to real freaking tape of uh, or uh, like you know, film of the JSA for the night. 19- People were like, yeah, you're just leaving shit all
2: over John. What are you doing? yeah yeah that's that's and yeah he's just leaving are these these are little crumbs, uh but it's it's crazy there that he's just leaving he them ain't got there, no but pockets yeah yeah so so with that that's the interesting thing even to the point where it looks like lex even saw wally and barry come back and and, you know you almost have this as he was investigating the chronal energy as he was investigating the energy and things like that but even that they're talking about the flashes and how they're different and if it was you know they weren't the source of this anomaly that this ends up that he's tracking yeah and so you're going but Throughout all of this, you're also getting to that end of the world scenario. Again, it's getting very close to what happened in the Watchmen universe, where you do have, you know, people ready to shoot nukes, things like that. You have the whole. Yeah, and you have the whole Firestorm deal that led to, you know, pretty much the world turning on but Superman. Even this,
1: I'm telling you, the thing is, I like this issue more than you. I still think it's a low end for the series and for, like, you know, for what you've been hyped up at this point. But when you just get to the whole thing, it's like, all right, it's time. I'm Adrian Veidt. I'm Asmodeus. I've been sitting here looking at all of these monitors for a while. Let me talk to Saturn Girl and tell her what I've been up to. And the thing is, it's been a couple of weeks since this, like in the timeline of this, it seems like since it started. But the whole thing is like, all right. So... I did this, 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 and this. I'm like, I've seen you in the hospital. I've seen you hanging out here. When did you have time to go to Russia and tell Pozar about Firestorm's Superman theory connection? Yeah. And then all this other stuff. Like, Adrian Veidt being the mastermind behind this is fine in my mind because he's the smartest man in the Watchmen universe. He set up that whole thing for the Watchmen series, coming over here and him scheming the way he did back then. it's fine. But you don't have the time or resources in my mind to go and just do everything you're going to say here. Like, I'm going to go talk to Pozar. Hey, guess what? Firestorm? made by the american government oh shit and now freaking no, no. everything is all about the whole freaking even the characters we have in here though we're going to try to make everything work in the long run try to get the justice league uh, like you know storyline in there and what uh Bendis yeah. is doing with the leviathan and everything's going to have to try to mesh at some point it's not going to work i appreciate that they are doing though it's never going to work because having black adam and his metahumans attacking the u.n and then the white house and this and i'm looking at the people and i'm like oh there's man bat
2: all right. I don't know yeah. how this is going to work out in the long run, but there's man yeah, battle. Right? E- even so, like the the problem is, is this is the, you know, seems to be the future. And how do you retroactively change the future to match the past that we saw but then not happen later? It's very I, odd. I just love the I,
1: idea, though, because I went back and I was looking at a, a few things. Because I remember back at, like, issue two or three where when the comedian was reintroduced. I'm like, oh, my God, the comedian's alive and he shot Lex Luthor when he was trying to shoot Adrian. And the yeah. whole thing, I really got the idea from that issue, thinking about it. For you talking – you and me talking about it and just thinking after – that the comedian was the security that Lex Luthor was waiting for to escort Adrian Vight out of the building. And he accidentally yeah. shot Luthor instead. But the thing is, in this, the comedian seems to have no connection anyway. Luther says there was no. another guy there from a, this world. So I'm like, all right, that seems so. I went back and read issue two and three to see, besides for him being in the Lex court building, there was no connection, you know, for besides for me trying to make it work in my mind. Cause I was expecting security to show up and the comedian did, but i don't know why the comedian is this book or why john had to bring him back and like all right he's gonna stop adrian when he comes to try to kill me but John, you know the future you know if it's gonna work or not work and right now he's just in the background with mime and marionette being a punching bag when in fact they don't serve a purpose in this book anymore no. either, except for yeah. your freaking you know your uh dan dryberg and uh, laurie jupiter connection back from a, a world that no longer exists because it was destroyed by nuclear weapons I'm like yeah and you that's are, the problem. you're forcing this watchman connection on me that in the long even reggie long you know the, the Rorschach of this world and this storyline. Yeah. Now he is doing nothing for so long to the point where he is just a homeless man. Alfred goes to give him pancakes and he runs away. I'm like, <laughs> and he runs oh, that's away. A good thing we, good thing we had Rorschach in this. I'm just like, and, and that is yeah, the biggest that's, disappointment. That's where what the you went to more thing DC. And yeah. I was cool with trying to understand what the Watchmen would look like in 1992 after everything they'd been through and that whole thing. Because I was – like if Jeff Johns put his mind to a Watchmen sequel, I think that he could actually write a hell of a Watchmen sequel. So I wanted that from this. But when I see the characters involved and how they're here, for the most part, beyond Adrian Veidt and Dr. Manhattan, no Watchmen character serves a purpose in this
2: book yeah, at all. Yeah, that's the I'm problem. Like, it you're, seems you're as if, for if it's – Yeah, it seems as if that whole idea of combining and that whole idea of it being a full-out Watchmen sequel has kind of been pushed aside to make it so these last two issues can jive with what DC wants it to end with so that all the other things that we're seeing, you know, the Legion coming back and the Legion of Superheroes and the JSA in the Justice League book make more sense then. And it does seem, like you said, it seems like these connections of the Watchmen stuff – is just kind of being pushed aside. I I did have a point I was
1: trying to get to at one point. I kind of went off on a tangent. I think I lost my train of thought, but the whole thing I was getting to at the when we started, not to like that that last part of the conversation was the idea where I want this to all to connect because I want to like a connected DC universe. But the problem is them stating to us that this is a year in the future. I'm like, well, things are going to get really crazy for the Justice League book, where Lex stops being an apex predator, Doom is put on side, he gets his company back, and becomes human again to yeah, then go same I mean, time impossible. anomalies. Like, Holy shit!
2: Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that seems like there's a possibility is you know a reset before after but it does seem Something. like this will just be a reset and that's why I think that if this book does go with the idea that certain things from the beginning of rebirth even or if you want to go all the way to New 52 uh, you know reset or whatever that's the only like if you you think of Saturn Girl and Saturn Girl isn't the yeah. Legion but she does look a lot different the, the upcoming one with the redesigns right. or whatever but you have to have it away that if it does reset and and break down that whole issue with the legion being disconnected from superman all these things coming where in the future you end up having the legion go back get john then there would be no reason for for saturn girl to go back to find super it's all convoluted and twisted it, it's That's all the only thing when she disappears because it seems like her future, that future of her coming back would never we, have the to pre- happen. Because
1: we had that pre Flashpoint super, like, you know, like um, I'm saying that pre Flashpoint thing going on, I'm guessing that's that Legion. But because we had this Legion that existed beyond the Flashpoint bubble, which they had, yeah. coming back to try to find Superman, where Superman had never met the Legion in that timeline, I'm like, does Superman remember you? And she heard us thinking, realizing, oh my God, he does not in a fading way. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for and, showing and up, Saturn Girl. You've been, that, in the, you've been even, waiting in the wings for three yeah.
2: years for this. I'm waiting, yeah. And even with the idea of maybe uh, what ends up happening as well is if this never happens, if this really is pushing that Saturn Girl showed up to kind of tell superman listen everything is going to be fine A you know warning, she yeah. wanted to find superman and say things are going to get bad but they will be fine i've seen the future i'm from the future it'll be fine but if this ends up blinking out and at the end this never happened this watchman you know doomsday clock deal that at the end dr manhattan thinks like oh i messed up again boom and and fixes to some give things that, that freaking that he lantern to
1: alan scott
2: yeah yeah then there is no reason that Saturn girl would ever come back looking for Superman. There'd be no, no reason for that. It's a so I think that at that that's point. what it is. Yeah. yeah. And then so when, even like, all you got to like do said, by the
1: end is fight Superman to a freaking stalemate until you realize this isn't working. I'm Dr. Manhattan. This Give isn't working. Alan Scott that lantern. And then all of a yeah. sudden, it just opens up all the continuity to yeah, back what we had like pre-flashpoint. Up. And then we, nobody has to worry about anything. And they're just going to do whatever they want any other context. Yeah.
2: And so what I think is happening, like you even said, you have a lot of the Watchmen stuff that if this is what happens you know we're not sure that that happens obviously but if this does happen then a comedian um mime and marionette they don't really matter at that well, the point time. The and only i think thing that that's I what we're
1: seeing here for these Watchmen characters is for mime and marionette to continue on because out of all of these like they were never present in the watchman book before so if they stick around because they're fun villains in my mind i wouldn't mind that yeah. everybody else are like get out of here reggie get out of here comedian yeah. adrian yeah, document yeah. i don't need any of this nonsense
2: yeah, so you end up seeing that Adrian was kind of setting up this whole deal from the beginning. That he ended up, you know, tricking some people over here. He ended up having Bombastus as the one who ends up making uh, Firestorm detonate. Like just, all even this stuff that just seems kind of just out, out of, of nowhere. nowhere. That's because what I'm we do saying, have a clone of Bombastus, who we can
1: kind of have the idea. Okay, this is a clone of the original Bombastus who was then destroyed by the energy that created, you know, Doctor Manhattan. So is it a clone yeah. with that energy as well? But just the idea that this, I um, mean. Adrian Vitam stroking my kitty cat here, looking at monitors of Russia, and the cat has the ability to look at those monitors and then create an energy blast that's similar to Dr. Manhattan across the other
2: world. Whatever. You got to do what you got to do, Adrian. I guess okay. Keep going with it. Keep going with it, because then they make it so that when the Justice League shows up to investigate, they actually see that that is traced to Mars. (laughs) You know, that this whole deal. I'm like, really? Like, that is the most... Out of nowhere, thing I've ever read, I think, with Jeff Johns. And then some people are not Jeff Johns fans, but that, you know, and they may know something even worse. Jeff Johns, to me and you, I mean, I hate to say it, we are such huge fans of his. And the fact that he can take, and I'm I'm telling you, you could get the worst comic that has ever been written, in my mind, up until this point, and say, hey, Jeff, uh, look at this for three minutes and tell me the best way you can get out of it makes sense. And I swear, I think he has that ability to read three pages and go, oh, well, what we'll do is put this person here and that person there. And then you're like, holy crap, that makes sense. This is just a rush to the end.
1: Along the lines of the Babassus thing, I think it's a little ridiculous, but it is taking kind of a cue from like what Zack Snyder did with the Watchmen movie where instead of creating, you know, squid face alien monsters to invade the earth and kill millions of people yeah. he, in the movie, he created a device that made it look like Dr. Manhattan's energy that killed all these people. So yeah. they would trace back to him. So the idea where, okay, Babassus goes and does this energy They're blast. doing the same thing. His powers, yeah, that's what he tried to do And they trace it back yeah. to Mars because, yeah. you know, Dr. Yeah.
2: Manhattan's just irradiating that power. And then that ended up making the Justice League go to Mars, you know, sans Batman and Superman. Superman was and Wonder you know, Woman. sleeping at that point. And Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's fighting, uh, you know, with Black the whole Adam thing, Black, and Black and that Adam. Yeah. And the whole deal. And so you have the Trinity still there. The governments of the world, especially Russia, they're demanding Superman. Uh, in the meantime, you do have Dr. Manhattan. Everybody knows across that America's is, rioting. Yeah. Yeah. They're rioting and stuff. And, and, Dr. Manhattan knows that this, you know, inevitable showdown's coming up, but just remember the idea of not knowing or seeing any time past that and things like that. Just to me, again, seems to me like it'll be just. Let's Blade reset down. this. It didn't work, and then and, and you go back, and even not even just this Watchmen, series, You know Doomsday Clock story, but also the other things he manipulated. You know all yeah. this stuff with Wally coming back and and Flashpoint, all these things. Uh, we'll see how that affects it. That's still you know, exciting. But what's it the weirdest part is, to me?
1: That fell out of nowhere for this issue was the whole thing. I'm done. We have there's a lot of inconsistency. I still like this book overall because I'm still hyped for the series. This is some one of my favorite things yeah. coming out of DC Comics right now. But the problem is, well, we have Wonder woman. She's fighting off, you know, the uh the metahumans in black, Adam from Condock at the UN building and everything. it's going like, you know, Giganta's going down. She is taking out people left and right. And then yeah. all of a sudden, just because we can't have her the Amazons came and took her against her will because if she's continuing yeah. the battle, she may
2: get hurt. I'm like, that's man's world. I'm like, what the fuck did you yeah. just do?
1: Like, all of a sudden, know, it. shows like, up
2: and abducts yeah. Wonder Woman. And, and to the point too, uh, if you're going to say that that's the force way to get Wonder Woman out, they also have to make sure, you know, damn sure that we realize that <laughs> nobody knows where Themyscira is. So you can't get her <laughs> anyway. So she is just taken out and hidden she she's you know, going now designs. they're getting brazen now a year from now yeah they are yeah, they're like listen it's man's problems
0: and, I just and like when the they idea become that
1: we we have this all over the news adrian is doing nothing but watching multiple screens and stuff like that of what's going on in the news all over thumbscores we consulted the prophets wonder woman's in danger big old wars going on in man's get world her. now we better go get yep. her ass
2: Let's go get her. She's not and going to be happy. Even, oh well, it's one of those things too. I, I guess you can go with the Themyscira being blink, you know, kind of phased out of the actual Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah, if yeah. you go, but really, them pulling Wonder Woman, if that's not the case, and, and th- they're doomed as well. I mean, the world is going to blow up. But uh, you know, Wonder Woman does seem to not be winning that's anything, and it's just causing over there more in man's problems. World. We'll be fine over here. Yeah, really, really. Now it'll be Commandee's world. That's what it'll be. But yeah, see. So Go and like we An said, the one. Lex, yeah, the Lex and Lois deal. Th- that's the most interesting. That's what is you know there is where you're starting to get some connections well, just to fun because- manipulation and you know how the timelines change and kind of try to figure it out it still seems out of nowhere to me, but it's well, fine. The thing because- is, if
1: you go back and you look, you see Lex is doing something in the background. He's walking out of a secret lab. And I was going back and looking at different issues of doomsday. This has been in the background where he has yeah. them, you know, sending Lois Lane, that film of the JSA yep. and asking if she's ever heard of Wally West. This is something which I like this because it is showing Lex being the smartest man in the room. And not only the room, the world, because he is like, you know, while all hell is breaking loose, he is still determined to find out what the hell is manipulating him because he will not have that shit. Yeah, I'm like, you yeah. know what, I really like this Lex Luthor because he's like it, even it like, is you know, funny he though. like you should be a very privileged Lois Lane. Not many people get to come in this room. Calm down, Lex.
2: Yeah, yeah, really. I- I'm telling you, I- at the beginning, though, maybe Lex should have just went right to Lois and said, hey, you know, I have some things to show you as a reporter. Maybe she wouldn't have listened because of the deal. But yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah let's go in. We're going to show you. And they're going through all that stuff. And it does have that picture of John that's been left at all of these big moments, all of these things that end up being like time manipulation stuff that Lex is trying to figure it out. And he knows every that place the time where time has been changed with. that he believes. Yeah. Yeah, and he knows, you know, the whole deal of the timeline being messed with. Now, this is where I. I'm going to say like why I think that it has to kind of end in a way that this doesn't exist or goes because y- you want to end up with, say, them, you know, telling us how the JSA will be known now or the li- – but we've already right. kind of started seeing this in the books already that aren't caught up to this yet. So I, I'm telling and you, that's that just the weirdest part really where I think it's going to be
1: – where well, it's supposed to be a year ahead. I think it's going to be a year in the past and I we've told already blinked out. That. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I told it's you the that at work. going to make sense in the long run for that everything I,
2: that's happening. I, yeah but i thought we already started getting you know times and and newspaper stuff or whatever but it, it would be one of those that it would be funny at the end all of a sudden things get averted you have this thing and a newspaper's just floating down and you see that it's dated like 2017 oh my god that was behind well, you know thing it never is, you happened kinda ha- you
1: kind of have that here because you know rebirth started in 2016 and let yeah. does say that while i came back 2 years ago so yeah, yeah. Uh, 2018 bitches that's what i'm
2: saying i have- <laughs> have <laughs> a feeling that it's going to end up linking out but having to delays, do in the past. Yeah, really. But yeah, I actually think that it's going to be one of those. And then you have people arguing about, I don't think anything's changed since then. And even had Scott Snyder come out and say, listen, the story of the Just League, all this stuff, you know, even the Legion, this ties into Doomsday Clock. And you got upset because we had heard different and all that. But I think that it's one of those of, how it ties in but how it ties in it's not it's now going to be that those books the legion book the justice league with the jsa coming back those are becoming more important and now the doomsday clock has to adjust to that and that is why i think at the end of these last two issues delays we've had horrible delays up until then i actually think that dc went to jeff johnson said we can't wait anymore. We're going to have this Legion. We're going to have the JSA pop up. Uh, you're already delayed. So who cares anymore? You're just going to have to rewrite these last two issues, make it work, make it, you know, end up working. And and like I said, this issue to me is such a not typical John uh, Jeff Johns issue of something big like this because it does seem like this is him trying to get the gears going, trying to set yeah. things up. So then next issue, he can be clever. But there's a part of this that just doesn't seem clever anymore. It doesn't seem like it was part of the original plan and just kind of falls flat. Like you said, some, most of the Watchmen stuff, for now, we don't know how it'll end yeah. as well, but for right now, it almost seems as if Well, you know what? This Watchmen stuff is not going to work out at the end anyway. Like maybe he was saying, oh, we're going to have the Watchmen universe kind of go in here and we're going to have these characters here. Well, now it's like, yes, forget that. We just need this to work. So let's get down to the bare bones, the nuts and bolts and make it work. And that kind of makes some of that stuff get pushed aside for now. And it does then. You know what the strangest off, then. line in my mind, though, in this book,
1: though, is like even though with all these strange force things that we need to have, getting ready for the final stage and stuff like that for issue 12, man. is that after Saturn Girl realizes that the time has changed, Superman doesn't remember, and she fades away. And uh, Di- uh, Osmodeus walks away. And you have Johnny Thunder there crying in his cell. He's yeah. like, oh, quit crying, old man. You're from the past, and the past won't be
2: erased. I'm like, the past yeah. has already been erased. Like, that's such a I, weird I, you line. Know I think that's somehow going to play back. And, and just the idea that I'm thinking is, is that the past, that's not going to be a race because we're going to have the JSA or whatever. The future is a race because Bendis is changing up the Legion and how they ended up coming into this universe. It's now through a aged John Kent, not a Superman. And so no. I think that's what he means. I think he means he's basically should have went by. Hey, listen, Scott Snyder's going to bring you back fine and dandy. That's the past. We don't have to change things. But Ben. Bendis. he done done his own thing. And, you know, sorry, Saturn girl, you've been Bendis and she's oh, out no. because it's different. It has nothing <laughs> to do as much with Superman now. It's changed to be John. So her coming back and needing to talk to Superman page. And, not, yeah, and not asking <laughs> for John doesn't make sense anymore because of the way Bendis brought it back. And wants to do it doing? So you're out. You know, hey, Saturn girl, sorry, but Bendis, boom, out. And then, oh, no, what's going to happen to me? Oh, don't worry. We're not changing the past. That's that's actually going to be restored to what we think or what it was before. No change. You're just going to be the JSA. You'll be fine. You might be a little younger. I just I laughed at that because I really did think it was like Saturn girl, damn you, Bendis, as she's going no, away. Well, I, I ah! got to look at that,
1: that, that Scott Snyder roster, the JSA we have, though. It does seem a little different. I don't yeah, see no really. Johnny Thunder it there. It does
2: seem a little different. I will have to see, Eric. Maybe maybe be he was worried, going, out to, get, he was going out to get a pizza i don't know but yeah so the, the whole thing I don't uh, imagine. how many people went out for pizza in 1941 a lot of people you don't
1: know <laughs> did, did you know they, they, smokes. did
2: didn't they didn't they have like Papa Johns back then, and the little Caesars didn't yeah, they have the Grand
1: Papa Johns
2: as far as I can tell, they had little Caesars back in the times of Rome, Eric you, pizza, you know pizza. The, the guys in the toga and stuff, I would think that that was back then, uh yeah, but this whole deal is you know and and basically, like Osmodeus says, you know you know you're the past, don't worry about it, and then you do see the lantern there. Uh, When he says, and the pass won't be erased as you see the lantern, because when that gets pushed a couple inches more, it won't be erased. It'll be right back. Yeah, it'll be right back. That's what your last date said, Eric. I don't have the drum roll here either. The rim shot. I can't do it. But yeah, basically just pointing at that. I'm telling you that is Jeff Johns just laughing. Like, don't worry. It'll all get back to normal. I, I want out. Yeah, I'm on the set of Stargirl right now. I don't want to deal with this crap. I want to get the hell out of here. So, yeah, you you have that. And then that's the whole deal where you do have Reggie running away from Alfred at one point. Alfred had read Rorschach's journal and realizes that what Reggie was saying was true. He, you know, instead of finding him first... And then making pancakes. Alfred does things his own way. Alfred Damn plays right. the, the game right Alfred's way. way. He makes the pancakes first and then goes and looks for them. Well, I'm I just saying if weird. an old
1: man comes up to me in the street, I am more likely to come with him if he has pancakes is all I'm saying. I don't saying. know.
2: I'm saying, though, you're, you're almost, you know, it, does he pull up in a van? I got some pancakes, kids. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like i get in I'm a man who likes hey, pancakes. You, want- <laughs> you would be in that van. Uh, do you I, know my father's like pancakes? I'm all yes, up in yeah. here. If you do, I'm here. Uh, do you have syrup? Of course we do. I'm you in. better. I would not be getting in that van. I hate pancakes. I think they're nonsense. Absolutely not. I think pancakes, nonsense. I think pancakes are in. nonsense. Really? Yeah, dried pancakes. <laughs> what? What do you have next? Some some bread? Oh, thanks. Can I have a piece of bread? <laughs> Yeah, there's no sense. But yeah, so you have this whole deal where the world is pretty much coming to a head. You have- Oh yeah, Batman you is know, stopping the people from and, launching yeah.
1: nukes and stuff like that. He's public enemy number one. Well, also
2: Superman is waking up from his security. He Black, has freaking Black soldiers coming to him. I mean, Black there are Adam a lot is of public the enemy number one. Lawn. Oh yeah, he's about to cause trouble. Though one thing too, because we're going through this kind of in general. One thing yeah. I did like was when Adrian was kind of going through and telling- why and how he came to our our universe the dc universe i do like the point where he says and you kind of get a little play on why uh mime and marionette were spared a little you know hi mrs hollis oh my well, oh, e- even that and-
1: whole thing this whole mrs hollis bit where we have the idea that i'm like you are the smartest man in this world you're in my mind is stupid because the whole thing is he brought Mime and Marionette to this world because at the one point, John could have killed them during a bank robbery in their own world. He saw that Marionette was pregnant and realized that one day that child would end up be go- become the adopted child of freaking Laurie, uh, Jupiter and freaking. Um, yeah. A night owl when they take on their, on their, uh, assumed names of Sandra and, uh, was it? Samuel and Sandra, like Hollis when they, after Hollis. the Watchmen series, where they, I don't know, the whole thing is so weird because they have to go and they're going under assumed names and they dye their hair blonde. But the idea that we had this little boy in this picture who had jet black hair, everybody's assuming, oh my God, is that a little baby Superman, a little John Kent? But the idea no, that yeah. you would constantly have to keep bleaching this poor dye little kid's hair. hair to keep yeah. up the freaking appearance. I'm like, all right, yeah. that poor kid, it doesn't matter to me anyway because night and freaking Silk Specter and her, their adopted child, which they all had a great life until 1992 when the until bombs dropped died. and everybody died.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so the whole idea
1: have that this. I brought them here to try to make him remember what he loved about his world. It didn't work.
2: Okay, thank yeah. you, Adrian. Thank you. Thank you. So, now, what so I, I came did up with the like about the fuck up yeah, this world, yeah, to just screw it up. What I did like, though, is that he says that Doctor Manhattan came to this world, and almost like it was like a dream come true. He had come to a world. Oh my God, they're superheroes like me. I finally found my people, but then never really did anything anyway. But I like that little bit. Of where he showed up and he's like, he found uh, a world of extreme impossibilities uh, and one full of hope and at the same time despair. But you see all the heroes there. And, and uh, even that, it yeah, seems that whatever Adrian's up- plan
1: is, leading from the Superman theory being outed to the bombs dropping and getting Superman and John to confront one another. He seems to think that this plan will save both of their worlds, but it also seems from this issue that he doesn't believe he's going to live through this in the long run
2: yeah yeah so yeah this whole thing just ends up for one last issue that we hope gary frank says that it's going to come out in november that's what he says he thinks it's going to come out and hopefully it does yeah it's i don't birthday. know i don't know happy birthday eric is is it's that a wednesday, a wednesday? Is, sure it? is all right well we'll say it's that day then but yeah when that comes out we'll see it is a extra size issue it seems to be that he's already said like it's it's a double size possibly well that's what i'm saying that's what kind of gets me down on this issue because you, you just get things explained out of nowhere some of it just to set up this, la- and there's a lot left to go on before I can be satisfied that you know well, we're going to get gonna need a, a least full out issues of Superman, Doctor Manhattan duking it out and just talking their
1: problems through while still yeah. duking it out. I'm like everybody has come to the party looking for this, whether they say they would have or not, they want to see yeah. this happen. A lot of people, I don't want that to happen. I want to see a full foot. No. no, no, you want to see
2: yeah. at least a little bit. Come on, it's going to be, be fun. a draw. It's gonna be a draw. It's got to it, be it, it, May. It, it reminds me of like the when they had the DC Marvel crossover. And hey, you gonna know, let anybody off. win. <laughs> it's always the same. You, you're not gonna let anybody win. And if anybody what wins, it will about? be Superman. Superman. It will be Superman. Superman beat the Hulk, Jim. I saw it and happen. There he goes. Well, that because of that, Robin and I, Jubilee, get, yeah. they fell in love. They fell in love. That's what they. <laughs> the only thing they were fighting were their intentions, Eric. Their, their true intentions. They were fighting their emotions. Um, Uh, They were fighting their emotions and their heart. (laughs) They they (laughs) lost. Both of them lost. It was a draw. Ah, yes. So we we end this, uh, Again, I think there is a weird deal, too, in this where, you know, you have the standard eight pa- panel pages, but there's a lot less eight panel pages oh, the, than the, there the were nine in deal? other. Yeah, there are nine. I mean, I'm sorry. There's a lot less nine panels than we had at certain issues in this. And uh, But the art is OK. It's just nothing is going on. There's a lot of yeah. art of Adrian sitting there looking at panels. You, you have a lot of Lex and and uh, Lois walking through, t- you know, hallways. Yeah. yeah yeah stuff like that so i'm watching really, Shin
1: godzilla over here
2: yeah really if you really want to go with the idea of why was this delayed i don't think it's gary frank anymore maybe it was at one point maybe that really caused the was. problems at the beginning yeah but even so it, it, now a it seems like it's changing up all of the story maybe changing things on the fly things like that and this, in my Jeff mind John's was definitely cut. Hashtag yeah, that's what I want. And and I want to see what I this story said is to Eric, supposed to be. I said to Eric, it's a shame. I wish we were rich. I wish we were filthy rich. And I'm filthy, I'm not rich. But yeah, I would love to have there. because Gary Gary Frank is selling off some of these unused pages from Doomsday Clock here. <laughs> I know, and I would love to be the guy who buys every single one of them. We get the actual Cut. We get what was going to be the story. Uh, now, what we got to do is we got to cool. find
1: everybody. We got to freaking have everybody scan their pages, get a yeah. database we can put it all Make together it so packed. we can all read what it was supposed to be.
2: Well, you even said when I said earlier this week, out. yeah, there's always one asshole. It'd be you. Yeah, somehow yeah. I didn't realize you got one. Of, it's like the crucial panel. <laughs> it's precious. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm oh my over here holding oh, it. would be the worst. uh But yeah, what did you give this?
1: I end up giving this a 7.5 out of 10. I enjoyed the art. There's a lot of this issue that I did enjoy, but a lot of it just seemed not necessary in the long run and even took away from other stuff in my mind. But I still enjoy the issue overall. Just is not up to par with what we've been getting, but I hope the next issue can come up and bring my hype all the way over the moon here and make me think that this Doomsday Clock was well worth the wait. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I hope so.
2: Yeah, I'm at a 6 out of 10. I didn't enjoy it. It really threw me off. Uh, Most of the time, in the past, at least three, four, five issues, I have been really looking forward to reading it. Oh, yeah. And I end up going to read this before now, and it took me forever. I was checking the page count constantly. I ended up even saying to you, like, some of this stuff is just so much of the yakety yak that things started swirling in my mind. I was trying to connect things. And, And some of the things that got me mad was I'm trying to connect this stuff like you did with The Comedian. And Trent, I'm right. like, by the end, I realized it's nonsense. It, it basically, what I'm being told is there is no connection. So why am I connecting this? And I just got angry. But 6 out of 10, I really, really hope – that this number 12 hits, I'm still going to be angry that this was delayed. I'm still going to be upset that it didn't do what it was supposed to do from the original, what the intent was, especially because because we kind of, because of these delays, a lot of times we forget that some of this stuff in this, like a Saturn girl was set up in the rebirth special. Number one, you kind of get back to this with the Wally and Barry going. And so It's one of those where this was the next step in Jeff John's whole rebirth plan to kind of do things with this. And pretty much he quit. He's out. A lot of people have pushed him away. They're, They're throwing their stuff in. And it just reminds me of... How, you know, down a, a weird path all of rebirth went when it was so exciting at the beginning and how much we were looking forward to it. And when this ends, it's just like the, in my mind, the final exclamation point of Jeff Johns, you know, pretty much trying to run the DC universe back, and, and trying to come do. It. And, and I think that all oh, we're going to get from now on, Better if we get anything back. past this and Shazam, will be just individual books and I like him being more in charge. I like him being in the driver's seat and it's me obvious too, he's not I can't anymore. Drive. So, oh yeah, and it's just obvious that he isn't anymore and it kind of depresses me, but we're going to go off to the next book to go with who seems to be in the driver's seat. Legion of Superheroes Millennium number 1. Eric. Uh-oh oh who's in charge now we ask well i'll tell you who written by brian michael bendis art by jim lee and scott williams dustin the guin andrea sorrentino andre lima arajo colors by alex sinclair john calice dave stewart geordie Belair. letters by one man one man only that man dave sharp eric oh it's time for the legion of superheroes right wrong instead of the legion we get an immortal rose and thorn going into the future but without any real references to time periods each of these vignettes just comes off as head scratching and the stories and dialogue make them boring and a chore to read this was one of the worst number one issues of any big book i've ever read in my life oh my. and at this point <sighs> i wish that dc would make like the raiders and release bendis before he destroys everything eric and maybe the Patriots can the pick him up as well That's a sports reference, a very timely sports reference. Uh, That's the thing. Bendis would be uh, released, and then the Patriots would scoop him up, Eric. They'd scoop him right up, and then Tom Brady would throw him the ball for at least 17 touchdowns. Even Brian Michael Bendis, looking like a turtle. I thought we were talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, not Raiders. I wish we were. Uh, This book, it's one of those things that – I get angry about it and and I read it you, you know a couple of times, and I get angry about it, and I get angry despite the fact that there's nothing to it. There is nothing at all going on here. I'm telling you, I saw people all week up until this, from last Thursday till this Wednesday. You know, hey, can't wait for the the Legion. Hashtag Legion of Superheroes. Hashtag the Legion lives. Oh, man, I can't. I had already read it at that point. I'm like, you stupid suckers. You better stop it. Because when you do this, what are you going to do when you don't get them? Now you're stuck in a little bit of a conundrum of Mr. Positivity now can't be because they already said, Oh, I saw it. Oh, I'm here for the long haul. I don't mind. So, my son, oh, really? Really? The long haul, are you? Hey, yeah, you're in the, forced you're here into the
1: long haul too, Jim.
2: Yeah, we're forced into it. And not we're really. We're forcing because, ourselves. Yeah, we're forcing ourselves, ours, wees. I I have a feeling that there is a little escape clause that we have called Old Jeremy, and I'm hitting that Surprise, after you didn't this have one. Old
1: Jeremy, do it this time.
2: No, the thing is, I told Jeremy I and I t- said that. I, I I didn't want to take, you know, Steel is Thunder. He had an awesome review, and he is furious with this book. <laughs> but I did say to him, just for the podcast, I think that it is right for us to talk the first issue. Right. And then, you know, even if – and I said, it doesn't matter if we love it or hate it. It's going to be his from here on out. Now, this is just a two-parter. So that – but I'm talking the Legion as well. That, that's all him. You've as long as, you know, as long as he wants I've got it, enough of Legion here. There's nothing here. At all. <laughs> He he has it all, but I I just thought that it'd be nice for us to kind of check in. And it's one of those things where we're going to have a mail. We're going to have a mail coming up. I know, really. We (laughs) would have been done almost of this whole podcast recording. (laughs) I could have just been in bed right now. Now No, we'll have a mail coming up from Ruben. Who asked us about, and, and it's funny, it's basically the whole mail that I'll spoil here, but he's going to ask us what we think in general of the Lois Lane deal. All and right. it's because we've never talked at it on the podcast, but because of that, I ain't never read it. So I can't really say anything. So this is why I do like to do the number ones so that we can kind of check in. And if I do enjoy it, I will continue reading it. I'm not reading anything by this millennium, shmillennium. I am out. I, I don't want any parts of this. Even if the Legion came in at the end and did a tap dance routine and then gave me five bucks and a handy form. J, I'm out, Eric. I don't want anything to do with this. And then the start of it, the, the pretentiousness and the gall to have the a goal. rose and thorn that you just <laughs> threw in your book out of nowhere be this immortal character. This is not Melody Moore. Oh, my God. I, I know, really. She's on fire, Eric. Where, where's my drum fucking thing? It's not there. My rim shot. It's not. I, I see it there. It's, it's grayed out. I'm, I'm pressing it now. It's not, it's not pressing me. You're not pressing me uh, either. Rose like this Thorn. book. Rosenthorn: it starts out where she's talking to somebody you know the big reveal we don't know who she's talking to oh my goodness it ends up being supergirl president supergirl president supergirl who's aged enough that we know that supergirl will not age the same way that we do so she's aged making it seem very big that That's this is thing. far far future I, uh... but we
1: don't know I know, that's the thing, is too a lot of people think that, you know, like Superman, Kryptonians in general living on Earth and stuff like that, they will age slowly, if at all. And like, you know, different things have shown like Superman like becoming almost crystalline at moments for her like aging and stuff. I actually do like the idea of like Kryptonians aging normally like everybody else, because we've seen them age from adolescence up to normal thing. So this part, her being like an older woman as a president does not bother me. It's just actually the time frame of how this goes it before yeah. Batman well, that's Beyond the thing, bothers yeah. me.
2: Because this no, I don't mind her Aging. I would like to know what time this is. Looking in so the background, I, I mean, very futuristic. 25 you know. years? Of you know cityscape there no well, that's the, the cityscape thing is, doesn't even make it look like that it makes uh, it look like such a far future plus the idea that I'm guessing that maybe Superman might not be around at points you see super costumes that are very futuristic as well there I just I just don't get it I don't she's get got like what Brandon you're and doing. Ross,
1: terrible small yeah, shield yeah, on her that's chest yeah
2: yeah and I, I'm saying that maybe at this point you start with this Supergirl being the and maybe we'll get back to that in the second issue I don't know but don't you this Supergirl in my mind seems like this would be better served as the kind of bookends where this is where she goes to Supergirl in the far 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 future and tries to explain some things but then you throw the great disaster that throws everything out as well it just nothing makes sense in this book because you don't spell anything out I can't trust Brian Michael Bendis to know shit from shit so when we get to a Batman Beyond or we get to a commandy, or we get to a Tommy night's it, it, out. yeah it, who knows I don't think he knows all he knows is just snippets of things and then he goes with it and we were warned about this before but the idea that Rose and Thorne is there and Rose has been medicated all these years and now the medication's running out I'm, I'm telling you where does she go to get the medication D- did she get a supply for 10,000 years because at some point well, the Amazon they,
1: drones brought it- at, sure.
2: But at, at some point, she would then. She doesn't seem to realize time has passed. She's sitting there and says, "Oh, there, President Supergirl. I'm like your age, but I don't know what's going on. My husband died, and I didn't even realize that time had passed. I'm like, really? Are you? And that I want to know how
1: the hell she's her age because in the present day, Rose and Thorne is not sixteen years old. She's yeah. in her mid twenties of well, anything. And,
2: and and get this: if you say I'm your age. That would definitely, if this means something, and I doubt it does, but if it does, it doesn't. that would be something like if me and you both lived for 500,000 years. By 500,000 years from now, we would be from the same count, age. Count you high. know what I mean? But we would say to each other, you know, hey, we're, we're of the same age because it's, we were from that same time frame. But we don't get a time frame Supergirl of where this is. Like,
1: she's like 60 years old in my yeah, mind from yeah. me just looking at her here. For The weird thing is, too, because we do have a Batman- Beyond book going on currently in our present DCU goat and we were told from Future's End where that whole thing started that was 35 years, yeah, from, 35 now. years so from now thirty five years so having that take place after this, my, and, you've already and done I'm fucked up you, right out of the
2: get go he's playing with the idea that the Supergirl is way older than that just because yeah. they age different so it I'm could you, be, be 500 yeah, yeah really not that old <laughs> you end up where this could be, fi- we don't know though and you're you're playing this and where this is supposed to be the idea of I'm going to get the, Brian Michael Benes has said it. I'm going to get these, you know, time future timelines in order so that the legion makes more sense and all this. How can you do that without giving us set times? You, you can't go through and change and fix a timeline without telling us the timeline. You can't I just, just... willy nilly throw out, "Hey, Batman Beyond." Hey, come on, these are the big hits. Well,
1: even when you have the Batman Beyond, what does that like do for the story Nothing. that we're dealing with? We go through that where she actually just talks to Terry, says, "I wanted to talk to the original Batman. That didn't work out.
2: Goodbye." And, and you mentioned something before we started recording that is big oh, in my mind. Big in my mind. You said, Jim, you are a handsome man. And I said, I know that, Eric. I know you don't want to mention that in the podcast, but you should. And then you said, no, Uh, no. What you said was, as we go to these timelines, you're supposed to have an immortal character who is living through all this. Yet every time a new timeline shows up. She th- it acts as if she is surprised. She like acts she was like she's time there. traveling yeah, there instead of traveling. living
1: through all of these yeah, times. She, she doesn't goes to tell me no. tomorrow and wants to get away and stuff like that. She should know the ramifications of her going and doing these things, yes. or would get the police on her. So why would you even attempt this? Like I no. told you, it's like me going to an airport with a gun. I know what's going to happen if I go and do that. Yeah. It's not going to catch me by Again, surprise. Like oh shit. It's-
2: it's it's like Saturn Girl, where you had the rebirth issue, where she came back and she got arrested because she yeah. tried to just grab a, a hot dog. She traveled back a
1: thousand years in yeah. time. She, she didn't, didn't know, know the rules.
2: She didn't know the rules, and that she knows kinda, hockey. Yeah, she doesn't
1: know about free and food. So
2: she's living through these. She should know that an original Bruce Wayne Batman. Uh, may not be alive. She may have seen the change in neo Gotham now. She sees a different suit and then she just seems surprised. That this isn't also seems to be as if, if this was not Terry, he doesn't play the game where he mentions a name, but she says, Oh, you're just another one of those bat babies. Does she mean the Robins, Nightwing, all them? Or does she mean that, like 35 years ago? Or does she mean that she has gone and talked to more Batman Beyonds and this is three Batman Beyonds past Terry? But that wouldn't make sense for her to go go there and say, but, but why wouldn't she, you know, she seems so surprised at what's going on and where she is and what she's doing. Now, this is Thorn at this point, because now we don't have... The The medication. medication. So this has to happen after the Supergirl thing. So it's way past 35 years. And so unless Bendis is just playing full out that that's a Supergirl who pretty much looks that bad at 56 or 57, it just, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense through this. It is just like, Hey, look, Batman Beyond. I don't know anything about that, but I'll throw that shit in. I hear that's in the future. And he has no idea. I think that he thinks that Batman Beyond is Way past 35 years that we have in our current continuity. I'm thinking he thinks that Batman Beyond 300 years in the future or something. Well, even and it that, doesn't it's make one sense. of those
1: things where I'm actually not a fan of having the Batman Beyond timeline in our current timeline. I like that to be its own separate world, which is the future to the Batman animated series and just league stuff. So even having it for ours. I don't like it, but it's something that they're, they want to push for now. But making it a finite thing that will happen, like you are really just kind of holding, you know, all your heroes in a weird pattern that they are forced to do this by putting saying this is what the future holds. I'm like, man, man we have hyper time. Don't say that this has yeah, to happen. And again, maybe she's going we,
2: through hyper time. I, I maybe. don't even know what's going on. It's just you have it, and she's just talking and yapping to to Batman Beyond, asking, "Are you the Batman? No. Why do you well, do even it?" That- it, like, like
1: the whole idea of like i i wanted to find the real batman because he, maybe he'd have some answers
2: all right goodbye yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's what i'm saying there's what? no reason and why do you do it why do you dress up you know because if we don't the world would be worse how do you know eh, i don't know it's pretty bad now but i i guess it'd be worse you know all right i'm out and, and then pretty much leaves now that's the whole deal we'll go back to the the beginning, because uh, we're kind of getting mad and jumping around. The whole deal with Supergirl, oh, she does go. Well, she does go and tell, "Hey, listen, I had this medicine; it was stopped. A thorn is going to come out. Do you remember me? You know, Supergirl's like, I don't remember you. You kind of sound a lot like what Harley Quinn was. Boy, she was a handful." And then says. Oh man, you know, I wish I could do something. I don't know many people in the pharmaceutical deal because most of the diseases seem to be kind of pushed aside because yeah. of Lex. Even she says so. There's not much of a pharmaceutical deal going, but the whole idea of this is she Can't is the, the president. Didn't take that down. She's the president. So why is Rosen just allowed to just waltz in and talk to her? Is beyond me. The other thing is when Supergirl says hey, I don't really know people in the pharmaceutical industry. That would be fine if she was just Supergirl. She's the president. You can find out things. You, you should have people that should be able to go and find out. You don't need to know somebody. You don't have to have a best friend there. And, and But that's oh, the she's thing. She's a is, busy woman you know, here. I think it's just fine that busy America's woman, progressed so much. She's just so talking much. to some weirdo who just walked out of exactly. the Canada forest. And so when you have that, it's just that that wouldn't suit the story it wouldn't suit the story for a president supergirl to go off and say hey can, can I fund this? Can we do this? Because there are people left behind that still have these diseases. Now you're playing with the idea that she's so old that there is, it just, it doesn't play out because there would be other people what seems to be less than 35 years in the future because going off the Batman Beyond then, that would still be alive with these problems. And so that the, you wouldn't just have Rose be the last person with a bipolar, a split personality if this timeline. Made sense to what we have been told the Batman Beyond is in the future. It just doesn't make sense. So you're left just wondering. And if he wants to be setting something new, then set something new. Give us the time, not and then. He's playing it loose because he has no idea what to do with it and no idea how to make it work. So it's just going to work as a fudged in deal of and then because you go from Batman Beyond. To the great disaster. Well, even
1: even before that, though, when this whole thing where she talks about who she was and what she used to do back in the day, talking to President Supergirl, the only part of this book I found interesting was she talks about we see a spread page of her being with the Suicide the Squad, the suicide squad where You have squad, a Captain yeah. Boomerang, a freaking the Shark, you know, like Harley Quinn, yep. Killer Croc, Thorn, Deadshot, and an older Naomi. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I, I do I do want to see the Suicide Squad, so yeah. show me that instead of this, because oh that this actually
2: looks like it could be a and story Nio- going and forward. And Naomi went bad, Eric. She's on the I Suicide know. Squad. Oh my. I but saw again, I'm like, holy shit. Again, I just saw it and rolled my eyes like, there we go. There goes freaking Prime Michael Bendis. He cannot go just three pages without inserting squad. shit in anything. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you gotta watch out. Anything. He'll insert things in anything, Eric. And I mean it. So you go off to now. The- do you
1: think this was supposed to be more of the classic Suicide Squad, and that was supposed to be king shark instead of the shark uh, because the current king shark it, is the hammerhead uh, yeah, one i
2: don't know the the whole thing know. is brian michael bendis ended up saying that that was jim lee on his own making up this team and threw naomi in there as a wink wink to brian you know to kind of give him some props for so naomi the only thing i found interesting in this book will never ever happen yeah yeah. And also that it wasn't Bendis. He, he he doesn't want to claim that. I think he thinks that, oh. that that would make people mad if that was the truth. But yeah, you go so to the, the Great Disaster uh, and then you get a whole deal with Commandi and, Commandi. and Ben and, you know, the, the guys from that Great Disaster deal ending up going and trying to grab the, the Superman, Superman suit. suit and it ends up, you know, being saved only for... You know, Rose and Thorn to show up and grab it, kill an elder, say, Oh man, the suit doesn't Hello, give me superpowers. Oh, that stinks effing internet. Huh, it smells good though. And then come on, Dr. was a jerk here though. He was. He, he, he everything says, is mine yes oh, every down dr Saves. yeah please please you, you damn ape but yeah so you end up where she puts on the suit and like oh that didn't give me superpowers i don't know why she has to take it off then but she has it and then says commodity shows up hey you can't do that well, oh it's she my talks about how the internet lied i'm yeah. like what internet are you yeah talking because she about? even says the weird thing about the internet lying she says during that way back deal with Supergirl at the beginning that she even mentions the internet as something that is past Abbold. now. It's of ab- yeah. old. So where would the internet be in the great disaster? Again, almost as if she teleported in. Uh, and, and maybe we'll don't see we have this she part
1: with the, with the art change, I realize each story after Jim Lay's gets less and less important because I hate the art more yeah, and more it as it progresses. Even when I'm looking at this thing, I didn't even realize that was at first because they're drawing her hair black yeah. in this part of it. Uh, my-
2: and, and this seems to, I, this is Andrea Sorrentino who I love and you hate. I don't like this yeah. though. Don't like this at all, and uh, yeah. So you end up having. Uh, I was like, "Hey, this was my dad's. So, you know, Superman was my dad, really. Yeah." And there he is. Hey, Superman! What? It's it, your shoes are tie- tied. Tied. <laughs> and then runs. And then r- runs r- off. Yeah. And <laughs> then goes into this buzzing. You know. Big facilities that looks like an energy thing, and then we have, and then, and now she's in, you know, the planeteers time, Tommy Tomorrow, where she wants to become a planeteer, and boy, it' not in just art, because I don't like the art at the end here, but Me boy- either. As we're getting closer and closer to what will be the Legion of Superheroes, boy, we are getting less and less of a story because this is just her. I want to be a planeteer. Okay, well, my name's Tommy. All right, Tommy, I want to be a planeteer. Uh, you know what? They just scanned you and the police are coming to get you, but I didn't do it. I like you. Oh man, I wanted to be a planeteer, but now I might turn into somebody that kisses you, but but don't get upset. Then that that, that person's gonna then kill you. So oh, run. My. out I go. Ah, and then pulls a pretty much. Future version of Back to the Future, uh, with Marty making his own skateboard. Now you just have a hoverboard deal that you can do it, but she's off and it says next stop Legion. And I, I'm telling you, if I could punch a There's comic, not gonna be a next stop for I old can, Eric Shea. If I could punch this and somehow it could be felt everywhere for a certain boy there'd be some people with black eyes right now i'm telling you no way i ain't checking in my card in that subway my friend because this is where the first stop should have been the legion and the best is people some people were mad some people went and said hey bendis what the fuck i ended up buying this there was no legion he goes oh <laughs> why is didn't this not called millennium rose I'm and thorn you, for christ's this sake this is what the, his answer was oh didn't you hear this was just a in quotes road to the legion oh a road to the legion what you're on the road to an ass chicken yeah right. This is just an asshole. This is just nonsense. This is what we hate about everything that he's done since he came here. This is the final straw. You you ended up having the final straw with him last week. This yep. is it for me. I'm done. I'm done with this guy. If you keep giving, I'm talking to DC now, Mr. DC, you keep giving this guy these important books and trying to tell me that these are important things, I am done. I have another podcast. Eric, you're just gonna come over with the Marvel with we're done. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm telling gonna you. do the DC Universe podcast. I'm ah. gonna do it to old, old books from the nineties. Well, I was I 2000s. was just gonna say, we'll end up just not doing Bendis books. So what? We'll have a two book fucking podcast? He's I mean he's like taking over everything. The guy is like an octopus. He's got his tentacles in every goddamn crevice that he can get him. Oh my that shit spreads. god. This is infuriating. How badly a dupe this is. I mean, he, I feel like manship now. I don't want to feel like manship. I feel like I'm dupe. But your boys frisbee have been. golf, dude. Oh, yeah, frisbee golf and lots of Adderall. Man, that's his end. Freaking edibles. <laughs> what a that's life. All I, care. I mean, all I know is if tomorrow I wake up. And I suddenly think to myself, you know what I need more of? Convergence and Telos. I blame Brian Michael Bendis. He scrambled my (laughs) brains. He's made me just insane. Ah, uh, just not having timelines spelled out is infuriating. Not having the Legion is unforgivable. And just this nonsense of an Putting issue. with story was just about an awful. immortal Rose and thorn, you know, because
1: this character you just introduced yeah. over here in Action Comics two months yeah, ago. He reintroduces She's your main her. character. Yeah. She is the key to the entire DC universe out of nowhere.
2: Why Fuck is he suddenly you. Brian Michael Bendis' kite man? That, you know, you have to rely on that all the time. Uh, so why, why is Rose and Thorn Rose immortal? And thorn. Why are they immortal? Is yeah. it because she took the medicine? Well, it can't be because she continues after that.
1: You could is even because, go on with the yeah, whole what, idea of the, the meta, the meta feel of everything, even what we're doing in Doomsday Clock now, where Superman is immortal because he's always going to be there in the hearts and minds of little boys and girls everywhere since you know 1939. You could have used that and had a whole meta thing to go with
2: it, and it would have been fine. But you picked Rose and Thorn. I know. I know. Just to change things up Just to change this I mean just have it be Supergirl Just do it Supergirl Have it be from the point where You know John disappears To go off to the Legion And it's just Superman Going forward you know for his son And things like but no Rosenthorne Rosenthorn, a character that he just writes infuriatingly awful it's just you know hey there and not even that you don't even get the fun of person left and right yeah it's just nonsense it's just ridiculous but what would you give this two out of ten yeah I'm going 2.5 and and that's pretty much Jim Lee's art which I also uh, exactly. think Me as well. I, I actually think that Jim Lee's art is really good it starts to peter off by the end well, like he was starting I, to, to get I a really deadline I really like that splash page of the Suicide oh, Squad awesome. and I'm the like that's, that's the thing that, that I love the most about I'm it I'm telling you the close up looks of Supergirl in the next the last page of his art start to get really kind of like okay I didn't really spend a lot of time on that but yeah that splash page and everything up into that's awesome awesome but yeah everything else is garbage there's no reason really for this and garbage. Y- you'll end up getting the next issue and, and, and like the way that he's saying that he's you know gonna fix the time do you think we're ever gonna go back to this batman beyond deal do you think he Better thinks not. now he has fixed the timelines <laughs> oh, and, dude, and why I'm do not, we need him be fixed i got off i got off to
1: stop here i'm not gonna be doing anything who was complaining
2: that when you get to the 31st century that it doesn't make sense getting there Nobody, because you just go there and then have your fun. Um. That's what you do. You you don't worry about how it fits in with the great disaster or it fits in the Batman Beyond. Nobody really cares about. Again, do do you care about those future timelines lining up? I care about that as much as I want them to be their
1: own worlds. Is what I I want. They don't matter.
2: Yeah, and so I also have the same opinion of: Do I care if? spiral and the deo uh, oh my they need to be reset because they're getting way I'll tell you out this, of I hand. I care more about that than I do but about this But this is what he just ends up trying to fix things that aren't broken <laughs> that nobody cares about them but yet he's here to save the day is it just that he has to be this savior of all things and this is all he can figure out to save right, because Brian Brian Michael he's Bennis, not doing anything
1: if you want to work on some timeline problems you tell me how batman's timeline continued to the new 52 but then asriel was introduced don't
2: later on even though he was supposed to take over for because batman now during- he's gonna want batman and he's gonna <laughs> end up trying to figure that one fix out that. i don't need that no i don't need that got yeah fix the old idea of if superman didn't Die, but yet there was but still parallax, and there was still yeah. that. Many died, and but then cyborg he also Superman. cyborg Superman. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of wonky things, but nobody needs these c- to connect because of the idea they were so far apart. And so different in stories that, like you said, yeah, they're in the future. Nobody cared. You what just even ended up with reading Earth these the stories a
1: thousand years from now. Where
2: the Electric Warriors fit in? Steve Orlando, get him on the phone. You, sh-
1: you shut your mouth. On? You shut your
2: mouth right now. <laughs> it's so bad. You know, if you um, say
1: Electric Warriors three I'm times,
2: they appear you, if behind you. Electric. Wa- I'm telling you, I wish they'd appear behind me and, and do so. I'd rather read that than this. And, and I'm telling you, we're not big fans of that. But hey, we're gonna move on to the last book of the section. All right, and the next book is the Justice League number thirty-one, written by Justice. Scott Snyder, James Tynan the fourth, art by Jorge Jimenez, Alejandro Sanchez, and Tom Napolitano. Eric, we're just going to get into it because when I was getting ready, <gasps> I made sure that I did the Millennium uh, blurb somehow. Took you I 20 didn't minutes do for the Justice League. <laughs> well, no, that wasn't the twenty minutes. It was everything else that oh. was going on. I have not had a great day. Y- you have a good day yourself, sitting around there. Reading your comics and stuff. Yeah, I'm uh, right. busy doing about eight fucking million things. So get off my case, toilet face. That's <laughs> what I oh say. Because of a blurb, I actually was going to tell you to write the Millennium one, and then I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. it's too late. I'll just do that already. So I had to go. I'm doing, you know, things for other things and this thing and that thing. I'm still things waiting for stuff. that. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that DC Universe podcast. You've been crawling about. You were just crowing about it that you know we're not going to do any sort of a uh, DC stuff. I want to see it. We're here with the Just League. Justice a War right. Part 2. I'm worse than you. Gotcha. Here we go. There we go. We start out with Perpetua and Lex. Kind of talking up. You do get an overall narration with Kendra, and she's just a Debbie Downer through the whole thing. She really seems people... got to
1: kill that Lex Luthor That's all we got to
2: do. Come on, guys, get on the she kill Lex Luthor trolley. She is acting so crazy that there are people in the Slack that are pretty much like, "Are you sure that all the infected haven't been, you know, released yet?" Because she <laughs> he has said to be one of them. You didn't, you yeah. didn't mean Hawkgirl. yeah? Because she's just like, "Yep, this isn't gonna work," and then you go to the next one, "Yep, that ain't gonna work," and and she's so down on the fact that they don't have Martian Manhunter anymore. Yet she just doesn't want to move on and just thinks if we kill Lex. And it's the weird thing is because in my mind, you don't kill Lex because that is your only ticket to possibly getting Martian Manhunter back at the end. You kill him and eh, that's done. Martian Manhunter could ooze out of his body. Then you have him back then. Ooze out indeed. No, I, I, it just, she is just a one trick pony. If we got to get Lex, we got to get Lex. And as she's doing this narration, it's more of that, you know, Hey, we we're doing this shitty plan. Get this. <sighs> Hey, you know, we're going to try thing, to get the anti-monitor, and they're going in time. It's bullshit, is what it's the narration really is. It's a weird idea, really
1: though, because we we had this whole idea that we sent our heroes to the far future and to the past to go collect the pieces of totality. And at the end of that, we saw this mass figure jump into the time portal and mess everything. Oh, no. All right. I guess we don't have to deal with that anymore. Hey, uh. A world Forger, go make us a ship with your brother there, because we got to go to the edge of the universe. Yeah, and, and have how how a weird deal thing with is, this guy, and maybe yeah. you're going to talk. You're going to talk through time with Starman later on to tell everybody they got to hurry up. Well, Why not warn the them, some,
2: them about this guy? Yeah, well, here's the thing: is the guy jumped through. And they're – I mean, as far as they know, they're not sure what it did because you can't get a hold of them. At one point, you have a one-way communication from Starman trying to yell to them through, you know, hyper time in the multiverse. But they don't know anything. They don't know that it was changed. They don't know that it's been wonky because of that. Just yet, they do know somebody jumped in. Now, at the end, even even that, I don't even know what happened by the end. I don't either. (laughs) Yeah, because it ends up being Aquaman that was the guy who ran (laughs) past Mara and jumped through. But it's he didn't go back in time or the future he's well, not even at the that. edge of the universe
1: he's, he's aquaman who's working for the anti-monitor that went yeah. into this time stream but that is at the at the brought to the edge of the universe for the answer thank you for doing that what did he do
2: yeah. And I don't know what he, I guess he changed up those timelines. He made it so that it went wonky, but that seems weird because if Legion that of wasn't that. the plan that the Legion of Doom did, but they, but they really couldn't have unless they went through these portals or if they went, it's all weird. So we don't know how this is working and how this, you know, past and future deal ties in I'm almost guessing that at the end now I'm fully guessing that what's going on with the anti and Aquaman is going to help the you know Justice League that it's going to be one of those things that it's like the idea of a Doctor Strange in Endgame and the Infinity War and all that stuff where he knows the one way that it can win and it looks like he done screwed up completely by doing that but in the end it did work out I think that that's how this is going to work out uh, because I don't think that Aquaman would get involved any other way but he's been shown i don't know and i don't no, know how it no affected the past and things like that but yeah it ends up in the past where you have doom controlling the world or at least see this is where it gets wonky in in the past to me and i told you about this because you have the justice society and it's cool you see them there, are they have a roll call at least they're controlling cool. new york it seems like yeah, and so, but if you're controlling New York, the, and not the whole country or whatever, the the country would be reacting to go do something about that, which we don't hear anything of. So I can only assume that they have taken over, say, at least the U.S., if not the yeah. world. This seems well, like this you, Pearl Harbor. Besides, for a about to happen, that seems kind of okay. Well, the thing is, though, that's what I'm saying. The weird thing is, is that this whole idea of Doom seems to be a you know worldwide thing once doom takes over it's the whole world decides it's doom so when i see those things just in new york where they are at the beginning you know at last issue i just assume that this is a world that had now fallen to doom that where we are in the present all they've known is doom and and all they know but that doesn't make sense then if the japanese are still attacking pearl harbor that's not a worldwide thing then and that doesn't make sense and boy it gets goofy by the end (laughs) and it it made me just like really like this is getting a little too
1: much the do them they have time travel powers but the thing is like we we get we're cut we're like making ourselves a little bit too thin here so what do i need you to do you go back in time i know that the heroes are going to show up a week from now maybe two weeks from now just go and hang a bunch of big banners so when they show up they think we've already won yeah, because we got to go I'm and do saying. some other it's stuff so other places weird.
2: And I love too because we'll just go through the whole Justice Society and Barry and uh, John where they're there they walking, trying, trying to figure out they get a roll call. You do get a little introduction. I think that this is it, it comes off as a little wonky, but it's nice to have people going forward. If this is indeed it seems like the Justice Society will come from this or else why right. would you really spell out? All of the uh, the, Green Lantern the and Alan Scott powers yeah. and the roster and things like that. So you have that, and and they end up with the connection of yeah, Poor you know, uh, we know we know you guys, and you have the whole idea, Starman. But I'm Starman. What about this Starman? You have all these things going on. Also, Shiera mentioned everything's you know you put say? in the place. Yeah, it's put in the place. All of a sudden, Mr. Martha, it's like, why'd you say that name? Yeah, really, that's what it is. And, and you, you end calm up down, where. Hunter. The Justice Society makes less sense now. are now they're they're trying to trust John and Barry. Also, they kind of like, oh man, it must be that we're erased from existence. That seemed very Doomsday Clock esque thing. That maybe that'll be worked out with that. And I'm so fair, they, go, they would have
1: already had to have been brought back at this point, though, and then erased because you know Alan Scott's there and he got the lantern. So the yeah, idea that they were we'll, erased we'll have to after see how they were, goes. you know. That's, that's whole it different is a hyper kind of time. They say
2: there. too. They they fully spell out it's hyper time, not time travel too. So I don't know how they're going to play it out. But you end up where you have them there, and they're like, "We're we're trying to find this comet. It, it should have come down. You know, we don't know where it was, but we want to go find." And like, oh, and Starman's like, "Oh, you know what? They, in my mind, this doom you're talking about. They've been trying to get to me. You know, I, they're trying to get my piece here. You know, I have my staff. Uh, I bet, but I m- think made that- the cosmic rod." yeah the rod and i think that they've been trying to get me from that and all this but i think that what you need is you know we know where it is let's go the and larger they end up piece that hawaii. I gave to the government for them to look yeah, at they gave to the government. Here, this military installation and, and mentioned that i gave hawaii. to the government because of the idea that there is a world war going on that the u.s hasn't entered yet in case we enter so they end up in hawaii oh no and that's where they're like hey what time is it? What's the date? Oh, it's, you know, December 7th. You know, that's 19th. kind of a weird
1: thing. The idea, though, if somehow for, let's just say, and they like play devil's advocate and Sinestro and Cheetah were the Ra Ra group They get the Japanese to bomb Pearl Harbor with the promise that they could then go and find the most pure, raw, weaponized energy you could ever do because no. that's where like, it wasn't like an attack on the U.S. to get engaged in the war. It was just because like one of that pieces of totality that was yeah. being,
2: you know, held at Pearl Harbor. Such a weird thing. But the weird thing is, is that you end up there and there's Barry and John saying, oh, no, this can't be. You really think the Legion of Doom is going to mess up history this much? But then it just looks like the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Yeah, there's, there's Cheetah well, the and Grodd plane for and, and a construct for plane Sinestro. for Sidestro. But other than that, it seems like now we'll see how it changes. Maybe it does change to the point where they are more there. But even so, it still ends up being pearl harbor maybe with a little different slant but it doesn't really change history and then i'm telling you seeing cheetah and sinestro and grod in these Especially zeros Grodd. just just seems so ridiculous. <laughs> just, like it, it just, just, so- think, just
1: think of you know these japanese zero fighters stuff like that Do not think you open up the cockpit and you put a gorilla
2: in there all right now yeah. think
1: even further that you put a gorilla in there with a papoose holding a baby <laughs>
2: Yeah, a baby, and then also have a cheetah woman in this other I'm one. I'm fine with and that one. I'm telling you, though, I'm wondering where they're like, <laughs> hey, look at these guys. Let's let them join. This would not be anything that would go. And so the the whole thing that, in my mind, wrapping around, yes, it was a couple of weeks before that doom seemed to take over, but what yeah. exactly did they take over? What extent did they take over? What, you know, the it whole deal with New this. New York, and then went over to
1: Japan, freaking got some yeah, allies over, over there. Japan it's like, come on, we're over here. That. So yeah.
2: that's what I... I'm Have wondering what's going on what is going on here with this i don't know and it's like it's less of an alt history type deal and more of just the like hey look at us it's almost like a quantum leap now than an alt history they just seem it's to amazing. pop in and do things um but yeah and this Dr. seems Sam, to be like never th- the home, best though. thing too is is that lex is just like yep now we're going to control it all because the Legion of Doom is going to be the best thing in all these timelines. But you just have a couple people and some zeros you, here going to bomb Pearl You know Harbor. what really
1: threw me off about this issue? It's a small little nitpick. But for some reason, they really wanted to talk about Lex's and Perpetuous new ship, the Godhead. Like, yeah, keep the, Godhead. It saying the, word, twice, the Godhead. the mentioned The Godhead. It's been this thing that we've seen forever. But the idea like, oh, man, we got the God. Even when Shane is trying to use his telepathy yeah, to go and it. find Lex, like, oh, my God, they're on the Godhead. They're in the they're Godhead. i like – What's
2: that? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Like, up
1: until now, I don't, I don't think we've ever talked about this yeah, guy. It, do,
2: it does become a big thing. Uh, in the meantime, you also have the future where you have the Trinity there with Kamandi, and you know you get your classic. I haven't talked to a human in so long. Oh my God, well, I'm, the down, last, I'm the last, I'm the last boy. You. And, and so Go they're trying. Yeah, they're trying to find the, uh, you know, the just the hall of justice where it was at this point. They even say the animals have kind of left that alone. It's a cursed 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 ground. Uh, and as they're going towards there, they're trying to figure out what they can do. This is where you do get some kind of jumps in logic. Some, you know, let's jump in uh, conclusions and stuff where Wonder Woman and that like, oh man. I think that Brainiac's collecting hyper time. Uh, all right, you know, and that's neat. The idea that he's if collecting jars hyper-time of hyper time, yeah. So he's doing that. But in the meantime, they have to jump between bottles using using Adam's white, old dwarf ship white dwarf no, that's technology. White dwarf technology—that
1: was kind of a cool callback to go to the Hall of Justice and have that, those ships that were inside Superman when we first started yeah. the series I'm like, All right, that's kind of a cool callback, and then use the white like dwarf star technology and go through like you know the uh, Wi-Fi and the atoms and stuff like that. How he gets from cell phone to cell phone now no. that everything's updated. I'm like. All right, you know that's kind of a cool callback, but the thing is, when we have the the hyper time moments in a bottle that Brainiac has collected, I don't know how we get through. Like, you know, we're we're flying through cables, maybe or that's space itself, and it then do we then pierce that jump bubble to get inside that's them? Like, because you, I really thought that they were doing this because they were going to. Get the white star, like white dwarf star I ship. I guess you're
2: just going so through get the get out pure of energy of it, but it doesn't make sense at the end because I'm thinking you're gonna have to crack through the bottle. I, I don't know but let's well, it, it well, just the be. Thing the thing is, I really thought the it.
1: idea was that we were gonna like come out of the commandy freaking you know hyper time moment that they were stuck in, and use the white dwarf star ship to make themselves normal size again because that's attack? what they would need to do. But yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then go after Brainiac. But then we go and pierce into another one for the. Yeah, the they're DC going to one another one. I'm
2: like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And what it ends up being is that, you know, and it's a cool idea of having Brainiac now, instead of bottling Worlds, he's ba- bottling Hyper Time. Cool. That, that is really cool. And, but the Especially idea since it's of like Hyper Time,
1: this- like, like Hyper Time is closed off now. I'm like, Brainiac's like, fuck that, I'm collecting this yeah, shit. If really, no one else is going to have something, it's it mine.
2: Yeah, really, it's all mine. And so the idea of... And, and I don't... I, I get they wanted to get Kamandi, but didn't want Kamandi to have that piece so that they can go forward with Kamandi out of this, but... Having to go into comedy? the DC 1 million and all these, it it's, ends up being like, why did you have to go that extra step? Like, why, when you're writing this, do you I have to go that extra step? I don't know why they took Commandy
1: with him. Like, you're going to mess up I his own know. timeline. I'm like, you, and I now have you're no with idea. the Justice League, and we're going to take on the Justice League. The, the
2: is this going to tie into that Millennium bull crap? Because it seems like everything it is better. kind of a team. It play. Better, Jim. I'm telling you. But so you have this, and when they jump out. we got to have and,
1: a condensed and like
2: calculated oh, yeah, universe yeah, timeline. There yeah, I mean, you go. So we have to have the Justice Legion Alpha show up. Yeah, really. So even with this whole idea of it, it's like, hey, we're in this. Once you have this, hey, I get it. You know, Brainiac's collecting hypertime in bottles. Oh, that's why I can kind of sense that there is the shard, but it's two bottles down to the left. And really, when we get close, we hear more and more. We have more of a connection with Starman, who's just yelling at the top of his lungs Everything's gone wrong. Do oh you, my. I? I hope you're going okay please respond. <laughs> and so you have that going on. And when they do end up in that other bottle, like you said, it ends up being a but very the dark thing is, version.
1: I, I want to say that the totality is in the, this hyper time of the 850th yeah, century with one. the justice yeah. Legion. But I'm like, w- Brainiac put his mind control devices on the entire justice Legion alpha. But like, why didn't you do this to the why rest of the just, people yeah. in the other hyper time? Yeah, I, nah, I understand you want to guard this, but you know, just cover your bets here, and just do it to everybody if you Card want to make it's sure just, your hyper time have have is good. Just these guys
2: go and get that shard and bring it out, and then it's case closed. But it is the I'm just Justice saying, Legion, control a. Commandy, and the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, the Alpha. So, Justice yeah.
1: Legion Alpha. Yeah.
2: So yeah, you have the Justice deal going there, and they're going to attack. You have the Brainiac, you know, deal going there. You have uh, Pearl Harbor going down, and in the present, we do have the uh, World Forger, the Monitor. They're making a ship. They're ending up, you know, doing their deal to make the ship to go go to the edge of the universe where they say now that, that they know that the anti-monitor is there because he's always on the periphery. He's well, that's always where it on likes to Hang out. Why didn't you go there at first? If that's because, the case, why did we go look, to the antimatter universe or anything? Either? There was got no two places He likes to hang out. They had a 55 well, 50 shot Jim. It. It's like Eric. He's either in his house or he's in his house. That's it. Apartment or apartment. There you go. That's yeah. But you know I like now if you know where you I live. You keep pushing back where that anti-monitor would be, you know, or how important it is to find them. Now it's as if we didn't really need to spell it up because – guy's always at the edge of the universe that's what he does he's an edge guy he's straight edge that's the anti-minor so you knew all this what were you jacking off around all this time just get your ass there so they make a ship and go in the meantime kendra keeps yelling and yelling we got to kill lex we got to kill lex and and that's where shane steps up and says hey and and I knew that Shane would have some sort of thing with Martian Manhunter. It's it's more of a connection now that he can sense his dad's cells type of deal because they're in Lex and he can locate. That works Lex. for me fine. Yeah, so I, it works for me fine as well. But he also is like, listen, you know, I'm kind of part you and part Martian Manhunter, Daddy, and and I know what he'd say now, and he'd say, killing Lex doesn't stop the dooms. And then Kendra's like, you shut your mouth. Don't only (laughs) put the dooms (laughs) in you, mama. Yeah, really. Mama, (laughs) it's Slater. Uh, So yeah. So they end up going in this in the ship that was made by and now a weird call out in this. They all get in the ship. And then you have this this just out of nowhere coming. Hey, by the way, if you end up falling out of the ship, you're going to be split into infinite versions of yourself. I just wanted to tell you that. Get your seatbelts on. I'm like, yeah, it's somebody's going. So it's going to be, it's gonna be Shane. The Godhead Shane's is done. spelled
1: out. The Godhead is spelled out to be traveling through bleed space to get where they're going. This yeah. ship as well for our heroes. I'm like, going through bleed space space in my mind would mean like uh, – you're going to another world because that's what separates the multiverse is the yeah, bleed space. Yeah. So I don't know why you're using the bleed space to travel. Maybe it's hey. quicker. You could use it as a shortcut, yeah. kind of like you can the use the shortcut, zone I until guess. the freaking dark multiverse. I don't know how yeah, things work. Yeah, it just yeah. seemed like a strange choice to use bleed space to go and travel to the other end of our universe. When usually you go through that to go to different universes. Yeah,
2: I, I actually could have uh, done better with maybe because you're making a ship that's made by a world forger and the monitor. You really can throw some wonky things out. Oh, us portal, there and please. don't mind, and, and just have portal technology. Have something, even if you even make a monitor. little like have a we have the bleed engine that ends up being able to go real quick, whatever. But you're gonna get there. But that's where Shane ends up connecting because then they put this like you know, helmet on him where he can kind of amplify his deal and he can Thank feel God the they connection made that, for that ship, yeah, really. He can feel that connection uh, with the godhead this, and this also less. And yeah, it is. And it also has serious radio with Howard Stern. They end up saying, hey, Shane's like, oh no, Lex is almost there at the edge of the universe. He's going to get there. And then at the very end, we do see that, as again, it looks like every sort of way hyper time future past now there edge of the universe that doom is winning by far there's no possible way to win there's no coming Uh, back at this point you end up with this anti-monitor at the edge of the universe like they think he is but you end up seeing and I don't think it played out very well with the art you should have had a front face (sighs) deal with Aquaman taking off that mask that is Aquaman who was last issue ran through and screwed up the portals but yet they're playing coy with it here and i don't think a lot of people even realized it it just well, ended up being Aquaman just showing up out or, of
1: nowhere it's the last page we saw this guy wearing a mask jump into the time stream last issue haven't dealt with it since here we have this whole thing now do you see now why i sent you into the time to fight for me is that what he
2: did <laughs> that I, well, that's what we're going to have to see. And I do think that... Do you see that, the scale of the war? I'm like, wait, it's like, yep, antagonizing. Yeah, yeah. I do think that we're going to get one of those. a monitor Yeah, yeah. I do think that we're going to get one of those. Like, the only way that I could make them do what they There's need to do issue. is to make it so that they were the you know darkest before the dawn so they could remember how they were Aquaman's heroes so they can reach up into this. Aquaman boy, and, and I know that some people had been bitching that Aquaman was not in the Justice League book, you know, Drowned no. Earth kind of put him aside and then he was on the well, island of there, the Mara lost gods and things. Yeah, so while well, Merritt at this point, she's the top gun as everybody leaves. That was yeah, my that's favorite that's what they keep show. saying. I'm now in charge. There's like three people left. Uh, <laughs> also, I, I will say it's. It's a little off that you don't see a lot of the other Justice League. They must be just manning their posts at this point. You know, all those new inductees and things at the whole Oh, You Justice saw Shazam thing. and Guy yeah, Gardner. You just had a lot of them, no. I'm saying you needed a little more, but that's Marist fine. We're not dealing with that. doesn't have a Marist lot of things for people to do. No, uh, but yeah, so you have Aquaman out of the book for a long time. And even when we started, he really wasn't in it. People, and Scott Snyder kept saying, don't worry, he's going to be here. He's going to arrive. He's going to do some things. And then he shows up as a cliffhanger that looks like he's the worst. Say hello the to word. the bad guy. Hello, you can count on me to Aquamans. But yeah, I fully think. When when he says, do you now see Why I did this. Do you see the scale of the war as it should your old friends race here, but they will not like what they find? Huh? So I must ask you, you know, will you fight alongside me? So either it's it's so either it is that the anti monitor has something else involved and whatever, or it's that Aquaman's playing along until he doesn't. We'll see. I I would hate to think that he's a bad guy bad butt, Eric. I, I like I don't Eric know. kind of I don't think me. he would do this. He's still pissed that Mara killed him. That's all that he missed. It's such a weird yeah. idea, though, that we have the
1: anti miner here. Who has been changed ever since, like, the Dark Side War to bring him into the New 52? Because, like, I really miss that colossal, gigantic freaking old anti miner. because yeah, here he just looks yeah. like, just a dude with a big gun I'm like, The other one was so imposing. gun, kind of, yeah. I know why that gun throws me bit, off, too. I don't know why. He was so imposing before yeah. the New 52. He was just this giant figure when you saw it, you knew death and destruction were coming any second. This is just a dude with a cape and a gun. He's a robot with out. a cape. I'm like, know, you it know. might as well be Caliber from Freaking Out, Dark Batman and yeah, the Outsiders. He looks
2: me. like him a little. Uh, but yeah, overall, there's a lot going on. I really, really, until these zeros and, and me, like, <laughs> <laughs> Almost like just giggle. And, and whenever, heroes, yeah. whenever am I ever going to be able to giggle at Pearl Harbor, Eric? I mean, really. But I, I, it made me you giggle. And, and I didn't want to giggle. It made me giggle in like kind of a wrong way of like, you kind of went a little <laughs> too far. You didn't have to do that much. Uh, it's but, like you saw so, the Twin Towers. No, no. But even so, the idea that it almost seems like Lex is like, yep, there never would have been a Pearl Harbor if it wasn't for me. I'm like, I don't get that, but we'll see. Uh, and the future no, stuff, it was kind of neat. It's just going
1: to – do what was always going to
2: happen for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I don't think all don't these know. other Zeros are doing anything of different. I think they're going through with their totality. plan all along. Uh, you, even said, you tell me actually,
1: that, that Cheetah, grad and the, the Sinestro's Construct Zero here yeah, are just kind yeah.
2: of trying to blend and in actually, with the crowd. I didn't even look. I'm looking, yeah, I ain't really that Construct. Like, he couldn't just for <laughs> once get in a real plane. Not on my watch. No. Uh, so Use my hands? It's I, like a baby toy. See, they've already started bombing. I didn't even notice that. That, that you do have the smoke coming from a lot of the the boats and things like that so they've already started the bombing so that's the deal so that's not going to change but yeah you, you have this the future stuff's neat it gets a little wonky switching the hypertime bottles that that was the thing that kind of threw me off where i was really into the hypertime being collected i thought that's a real neat difference it's a real neat progression of yeah, what, I think it's a- cool. What an obsessed collector that the you know brainiac is. He can't help himself. He's there, and you know if it's hyper times up or grabs, like you say, he's going to go for it. I even like the little bits with Shane. Uh, the stuff with Kendra is getting Mama. real old, and I like the you know the monitor and the world forge. I like a lot of the stuff in here as a whole. I like, like it it's too much. It's just that that's the problem. It gets a little bit too far. If this issue was just and, and really if it was just john and barry with the justice society trying to fight for new york something like that then i think we're we're talking great uh but that could be starts, cool even the
1: stuff with like batman and like superman and yeah. all in commandy's world trying to go through the like, different hyper times like that seems like a really cool story on its own but then you're just yeah. like you know killing the well, page plate you because you're telling yeah. so
2: much and that's my problem with it if you ended up having a full issue with the JSA and and Barry and John we we could pretty much flesh out more of what's happening in the world with the world war going on and how much doom is and i think that some of that gets left behind and the same thing like you said in the future story with the trinity and commandi and then all that it's just they're very neat ideas that aren't able to be fleshed out because we go and and all along we kept saying you know hey this stuff and and what's weird about it is you know I guess that Scott Snyder and Tynan, they want to get this story going and whatever, yeah. but it's not the future and the past. You can have those on their own and still have the present later because we're dealing with hyper time and time like that. You don't have to have them all in the same point going because that's kind of the nature of time travel and all that stuff. When they come back to the present, then we can go with that. And I think that that's the problem. You, you end up having maybe, you know, real time pages. in the past yeah, what's no, going no, on not in the, the past present. or the future. So I wish, yeah. Yeah. that they spent more time because those are the interesting things those are the to really cool stuff. to the present yeah so i wish that they would have you know done that instead of really having all three i think three things going on at once is too much too for much. a standard issue and you don't get fun. to flesh out a lot of the stuff i still liked it though i still like the, the big ideas that are going on my score is going to go down from the site slightly i i gave it an eight on the site I'm actually, as I read it the second time uh, and really concentrated more on that hyper time bottle switching and things like right. that. I'm still, I'm going to go to a seven, five. I still like it. I st- and I like the art a lot better. This issue than I have. See, the thing saying is, that the I, art- I actually you think
1: I, I actually noticed the art this time. Where I'm like, man, as much as I was pushing up where I met his last issue, I'm not some thinking some a lot. Reason, I didn't here. mind
2: it. This issue. And maybe it's because <laughs> when you're in the past and the future at those parts, I actually, you kind of have a little different look and things like that. But but still, I'm not saying it's great, but I like it more than I have. But I'm going to go 7-5. What would you go?
1: I'm going at a 7 out of 10 for me on this one because I like a lot of what's going on. It's just not enough time to play with any of it that's happening. Yeah. And that really is a hindrance in my mind because I like all the stuff that's happening. It's just you don't get enough. And the art was a little bit down in my mind. But overall, I do look forward to the next issue. I just wish we had more time to play with these different timelines because it seemed like a lot of fun. But 7 out of 10.
2: Now yeah, it seems like uh, my up on art and you're down. We're probably at the same spot now. It's just. Probably you know where we are but that's that we're gonna go off now to some mail yo it's
1: mail call
2: it's- yes. Mail with Eric. And say does not work, rhyme with Werner, Eric. Say It does Werner. so. Oh, does it? Well, now it does. If you want to be does part of rhyme? the mail, does this rhyme? <laughs> I wish I had that still. Ah, yes. <laughs> if you want to be part of the show, all you have to do is email us in at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Just like Alex M. did. And Alex says, hey, Jim and Eric, I'm planning What's on up, going Alex? to Germany and finding this Nils guy. Oh, Sincerely, yeah? <laughs> Alex M. So I have to hear how that went. Does he you want to You better get ready for them? a swing. Him for Who knows? Uh, Nils, he, he ended up last week telling us that he was off to a sex cinema with his girlfriend's ex ex-boyfriend some I other ladies <laughs> there was a bunch of rooms and a sex swing and yet i have not heard from him since i think things might have gone awry eric things are <laughs> gonna have trouble who knows Ah, uh, yes but thanks alex well, I, I hope that he has cinemas. fun in germany or as we say harmony eric ruben is next ruben. ruben ruben says hi jim and eric did you Something. both read Lois Lane number three this week? I no, did. I uh-huh. did not. It's funny because he should just be asking if I read it because he knows you read it. You review it, I don't and think, I think that I don't you think guys he talked about the site. It. No, no, I think that he actually mentioned your review at some point on the Slack. So I did. And the reunion of Renee Montoya and Vic Sage was very emotional. I didn't know if it's it impacted anyone else. <laughs> so it didn't impact you as much is what you're telling Charlie, what are you doing alive? It's a long story. There's their whole thing. Oh, my. That's what it was. I remember yeah. that when I didn't read it. I'll go back to three. I mean, yeah, bitch can't they even get it through the pages.
1: Door. They show that the, who they were. Oh, my God. Vic, Vic Sage is still alive. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah I, it was I, fine I, it wasn't emotional at all i read one or two pages of issue number one and i was done never to look back and it's just the same as batman beyond boy when we stopped reviewing that on the podcast i checked out I checked out, I did. In Slack, everyone seemed fixated on talking about how disappointed they were by millennium. I haven't liked the art in the Lois Lane series, but kudos to Rucka and Perkins for that moment. I don't even know what it looks like. Renee legitimately reacted like someone very dear to her came back from the dead. And in case you didn't know, that is what happened. What was that? It's dark and muddy, just like the sex swing. Just like my toilet bowl. I haven't followed Renee's progression from Gotham City Detective to the question in sequential order. But I read the highlights in reverse order over the last year or so when I picked up 52 in Gotham Central and reread Blackest Night. That was by far my favorite moment in comics the last few weeks. And suddenly I find myself eager for the question book we've been promised. If you asked me two years ago if I would care about a question book, I would have laughed at you. Go figure. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Regards, Ruben. So Ruben hopes that you liked it as well, much as I am well, I
1: actually really enjoyed this issue of What Was Laying. I haven't liked the series yeah, overall, but I this issue number three was pretty good. The whole thing, though, it's like we have Renee Montoya <laughs> question, and then it's revealed, oh, we have a Vic Sage question. They're reunited, but nothing's been explained of why Renee Montoya has become the question of this, because we never saw her as the question before this series, like, yeah. you know, in this in whole this new continuity, continuity. after the New 52. Yeah. 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 So, so you, like, you got it. Oh, my God. They're back, am I? You, you got to just, I guess,
2: from now on. It seems like she's they're playing that there Bat is Woman. no continuity anymore. And there you go. Uh, but yeah, the the thing is with that. Like I said, I haven't been reading it. I will not read it. I, I'm not going to be one of those guys who will say right now. Well, once it's in trade, I'll pick it up. I'm never reading this. I know it. I, I'm not going to lie. Gotta get on that Scarlet Spider Man. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie to myself and say I'm going to read it. I saw two pages, read it, hate it. Those two pages, and that's all I need it because we weren't going to be dealing with it ourselves on the podcast at that point simon already said i'll review it on the podcast if you don't want to." i'm like it's all yours see there you go so Game i will off. miss out i will miss out on all those moments Manships next he says well michigan went and did it eric they went and did it did they, they just passed a law making flavored vape illegal so you can have About non-flavored time. vape? Is that what you have? You just have, the, you know, know, whatever. Sorry, wrong no, no, turn. no more of this fruity pebbles bullshit. No, this is sorry, this normal nicotine turn. flavor. Looks like he will, but that's flavored. Looks like he will never be moving to Michigan. Is it? LOL. (laughs) Also, tell Eric to stay on his side of the road. Stick to comics and stay away from sports. Hey, I had a sports reference that's so topical that it's on everybody's tip of their tongue right now. Earlier in the podcast, you had no idea what I was talking about with the Raiders and uh, Bendis, if they released Bendis and then the Patriots would pick him up, you had no idea what that meant. I snorted so nope. loud when Eric – and that's like the biggest sports story going right now. I snorted so huh. loud when Eric said, you know that driver, Dale Evans Jr. <laughs> For the record, it's Dale Earnhardt Jr., which Eric know does know. Son of yeah. arguably the most famous and, yes, dead NASCAR driver. I got to keep a joke up that I know nothing that's going on in any kind of uh, sport, joke. even though I don't, I don't, don't know, you know do. what the hell you're talking about to the Raiders. I, 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 I don't think that you do know much of what's going on in the sporting world that's up. not your thing and so this is you can't escape it i'm telling you right now if i, I did. go to, if you go to I twitter did. what you, you couldn't have looked it up or you never would have you would have seen this all over the place if you just typed in raiders right now oakland raiders into google it will all come up you just said that you did look it up there's no way you did no, because said, this would uh, the, be no, all no, the no, deal I
1: said, I said there's no reason that i ever would look
2: it up yeah, but then you and then I you said I did, as if I thought you were no, saying that not. you did look it up. So yeah, it's the biggest story right now in all of sports, but I'm not even gonna tell you what happened. So there you go. But yeah, that's the <laughs> okay. mail. That is the mail. <laughs> and uh thanks uh, for Alex M. Thank you everyone and we will go back to some books.
1: Brightest day and brightest night. No evil skate my sight. The worth
2: evil might. Beware of my power. Green's Green's light. light. Green's (laughs) light. Yes. Yes, it's back. The wrong turn. I missed it. (laughs) Oh, I I figured you did. And the weird thing is, I still, every time I go to grab it, I still have that other one that doesn't have that green's light at the end, and I never delete it. So it always causes me issues. I don't know why I don't end up getting rid of that, but... Well, we heard wrong turns, so obviously we're talking a Green Lantern book, and the only Green Lantern book is the Green Lantern book. That's right. And, uh, yeah, you haven't been around to talk about a bunch of them, and we've gotten to a point where I have pretty much let go of any idea that this story will, you know, be exactly 100% coherent, also right. make sense in a continuity, which uh, there was a news story that's very odd, that this is next issue this is the penultimate issue of this first season it's stopping at 12 then we're going to have a dark stars miniseries that says comes out of this but then dc said legitimately the dark stars book is not in continuity so i don't know if that means that this is finally confirmed to not be in continuity at all i wouldn't say that i could tell if it is or isn't anyway because he deals with so many past continuities and things so uh, but even so i i had already come to the deal where the only way i'm going to enjoy this book is if i just try to not make everything make sense Sense in my head because I'm not Grant Morrison and also not care about you know the continuity as much as I was. And I would that's think this why, is
3: this is not going to be part of continuity. You know? Yeah, like yeah. in the near, when it's done, they're yeah, when it's roll, said and done, roll yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, so this is why me and you're talking without somebody else involved. <laughs> Eric is done. Here's another book. He's oh, done. He, he, and, and he basically said. That he hated this issue. I, I ended up talking to him, and he said that he just, there's no way he wanted to talk about it. He couldn't stand it. I knew from your review that you liked it more than he would. And and I do as well, though it did take me a couple of times reading through to kind of get a oh, gist yeah, of I, some I, of the things. I took, I took some extra, extra yeah. time at certain points yeah, to I figure did it out. I uh... did too. But give me your
3: intro. It is the Green Lantern number 11 written by Grant Morrison art and cover by Liam Sharp. Colorist is Steve Olaf. It's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme. It's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme. When ideas run out, well, what comes first, we can take a trip around the multiverse and meet the characters we think we know, like a black blue beetle with a big afro, or Justice League made of waterfowl, or a green lantern with a cape and cow. It's fun to visit other Earths when you run out of stories
2: for the first huh huh yes Girl. so we yeah so we go into this <laughs> and it starts with a prologue and I, I even i actually saw some people saying that they were not as down with liam sharp's art anymore really uh, i i like it i you know oh, it's, God, it's the it. same it's, as what i like yeah. and, and so this is the thing when, when you read this and you kind of think back at some things we start in the planet and the prologue planet we are rim we are whim yeah. in sector none now if you're remember. Remember, that is the planet from issue four where you had the Countess Belzebeth went to find the antimatter Green Lantern. So when, when you think of that, they're there trying to see what went on there and the whole planet's been decimated and it does then lead them to find sinestro and again is this what you never know what sinestro this might be since we're dealing with it looks like it looks like the old one with the the blue
3: sweater you know what i mean and so
2: with you see that if it throws you off of like oh man you know this doesn't look like now then whatever it could be another multiversal you know deal and he does say listen i got bad news you know that the qua man he he's done. He's coming back. Oh and the there's no man. other way of putting that, the the Kwam Man. The Kwam Man he's is like, coming, Man. Yeah. And he's just basically, you're all going to die. So that sets that up. And the Kwame that we saw from way before, I mean, this is trying to tie some things together yeah. as we come to an end. And some of it does. Like I said, this is a planet we were on before. We saw the insects, all that stuff, and now it, they're I love the way how dead. it looks
3: like an apple core also. Like it's been, yeah. it's been all sucked oh, dry. Yeah. And it's it literally looks like, like a piece of too. fruit or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. That
2: looks awesome. And even that panel where you see the green lanterns on the bottom flying towards it just looks great. Yeah, it's again. Now, is it that important which Green Lanterns are there? Not really. I don't think But it's so. there to throw some, you know, flavor to it and they things put, like they that. They put it is- some familiar fan, you know, fan favorite
3: yeah. guys, Stell and the, the bug guy whose name I totally yeah. forget. So, yeah. Uh, I, I
2: just sit there and I'm like, there's RoboCop. There <laughs> is, you know, stuff like that. But it is kind of neat where they did send – uh, a couple lanterns that don't have emotions to go and see a decimated planet, uh, as was explained then. Of hey, you know, Stell doesn't have emotions, and then you end up. Us says I'm sent because I only have one emotion, and it's, so I won't have to go through trauma counseling. And I thought that was kind of a a funny little thing. But yeah, they end up, like I said, they end up uh, detecting antimatter. That's where they run the Sinestro, and Sinestro just basically says the Kwa coming. You're dead. Well, then we go off to Earth 15, and when we last left, the tangent Lantern had ended up, you know, having her lantern broken. She's getting very old. Hal puts her in pretty much a cocoon, you know, of a construct, which Batman then adds to. And I think that this is an important part that that isn't spelled much.
3: Batman. That's the thing. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Green
2: Lantern, Batman. When he ends up adding on to this shell, this cocoon that pretty much Hal does to make sure that the tangent lantern doesn't die. I guess that that is also a bit of machinery that is going to bring her back to full power and everything. Cause by the end, she plays a big part at yeah. the end of how they defeat this golden lantern. And I really thought that there was not much of a progression to that. That actually kind of threw me off a little, but you do get, How and the Batman Lantern You know trash talking each other You get you know talk between I actually think if you ask me The Batman Lantern talks a lot Like a Neil Adams character We had talked we had just You know behind the scenes deal He's always angry Now you end up with Zundernell who gives his little oath uh that ends up you know, rhyming with his name at the end. He has his own rhyme time yes, at of the course. end. And basically he's here to say, Hey, you know, I'm a prisoner here as well as you. I have the Cosmic Grail. Uh, it, you know, it's damaged, I guess, uh, but I'm collecting all these multiversal Green Lanterns because shit's going to happen soon, and we're going to have to fight, so I'm gathering an army. Now, as this whole issue goes, you get the idea he's insane. Yes. there is no such thing as what he's saying it looks like his his lantern is destroyed it, it's cracked it's all messed up and he's just collecting lanterns because he he has gone insane and in the matter of deal you end up even bringing in don quixote who that's what he seems to be he's (laughs) going around fighting green lantern windmills thinking they're giants it's very very weird yep so it it just goes and yeah, you have some different things being thrown out there he ends up on this world that the people left they ended up giving him this multiversal you know device that he can see and talk through the multiverse that's how he sent out these distress signals yeah and these lanterns came I'm telling you there there is a story here. Boy, you have to get through a lot of stuff. You have to you really strip away a lot of just nonsense dialogue and things going on because the, you have these things going and and that's fine. He ends up where you find out later he's a little insane whatever. I don't know that that's fully the case. I think that we might find out that maybe he wasn't as insane that he's letting I, I on. I think he
3: might be right about an impending disaster, yeah. but yeah. It, it's not right to kidnap people from around the world. No, no that's not know. right.
2: I think that what he seems to be trying to do might be. What is needed by the end? Because even at a point you see this, you know, the cosmic rail, this big lantern, it actually seems to be gathering up energy after they left. There's weird three panels at very like Watchmen or Doomsday Clock-esque panels yeah. where you see it smoking, then it's not. And then all of a sudden stuff is, you know, all these green bubbles are either coming in or out. It's hard to tell if they're leaving or going in. Maybe it is they're leaving. I, d- actually, I think they're I the because it's like it
3: shatters. Yeah, here. and
2: it seems like that would be like some sort of energy level leaving it at at a point i don't know um but yeah he has all these lanterns captured and you do see you see like a alan scott's there you see a kingdom come deal so that that's kind of cool and you see the the
3: dude lantern who i've never known before but Grant Morrison yeah. always likes to seem to have a dude character, like his, yeah, you know, yeah, he has he a needs dude that. Superman. He's yeah, got a dude everything. He even, dude, yeah. everything, you he know?
2: even gets the, the his own. They they end up giving you a lot of these lantern oaths. All this going on, but right. all this is going on as this Qua Man is kind of coming to life and kind of starting to cause a lot of problems that's what when sinestro had said that on uh the we whim that's where the kwamen comes through them by the end but also in this you end up where the the golden Lantern's going to end up saying hey you know you're going to be more of my knights I'm, I'm gonna have you sleep as well until we have this problem out of nowhere hal gets saved by Earth-11 Carol Ferris, Uh Star Sapphire, who then says that the plan to beat the Golden Lantern will be to go through love, which actually, I thought it was going to be her doing something with the the Star Sapphire stuff. Instead, it looks like the Tangent Lantern brings to life the Golden Lantern Squire, who then says, I miss you. You know, we used to have so much fun, which then makes him sad, and then it seems like that's the way they can defeat him. So, I'm like, so what really
3: sadness heck? is how they won the day. Yes, they, because they his, his love upset. of
2: him, but yeah, he's upset now that lets him drop his defenses where then all the lanterns that were out in the multiverse come to save them, including that prism. Uh, lantern that I think is the coolest, you know, the Dark Side of the Moon yes. Pink Floyd Lantern, which is cool. But they end up hitting. I still am a little confused of how the Tangent Lantern came back with her Lantern. I, I, I maybe I'm missing something that somebody can fill me in on. But she was in that cocoon. Maybe that ended up saving her. I guess I don't know. you know. What I, mean? I don't it's, know because you would have, yeah, they would have I, done I that a long know. time ago.
3: You know. I mean? like, yeah, yeah. Understand. I just don't
2: understand. Now with this, when Hal and Star Sapphire come and to confront the Golden. Lantern, they end up where he is already controlling the, you know, flashlight lantern, the Batman lantern, the dude lantern, where they are gonna shoot them. Uh they don't. And like I said, the squire ends up making it so that the lantern, the golden lantern, kind of goes down. Now, one thing that is pretty neat is that you end up where that Golden Lantern, there is a Golden Lantern in the Legion of Superheroes. There's a new Lantern that has yes. been announced as the Golden Lantern. So it, a lot of people are assuming that this is the predecessor of that. So that's kind of neat. I don't well, know how Legion that Legion was supposed so to
3: spin out of this and Doomsday yeah. Clock. Yeah, somehow, so you see a little
2: bit that, of this now. That
3: got, that got changed because Doomsday yeah. Clock is so delayed, as far as I understand. So I think we are seeing yeah. like... A piece of that, but it may, it's not yeah, as much of a direct. Lantern,
2: no, no, it's not. But it's it's funny that all of a sudden you you see this golden lantern, and then there's been people questioning like, "What? Well, well, who's this golden lantern on the Legion?" So that's kind of a neat thing, but. Next issue from here, because they end up taking, you know, the Golden Lantern, he gets arrested, they end up taking him. they're going to imprison him. In the meantime, the Kwaman has been, you know, resurrected or is has arrived, You, you end up with that. That's the big deal at the end. And so next issue legitimately is supposed to have something happen that completely erases the Green Lantern Corps from any history at all. They're supposed mm. to be erased from history. I'm like, that's a lot to happen in one issue from this one. Yeah, here. And I guess it could just be the antimatter of the Qua Man and all that doing it. But that's why after that goes into the black stars where Hal has always been a black star. There's never been a Green Lantern Corps, stuff like that. So we're going to have to see. But, yeah, by it the end, you just It somewhat have- in-
3: interesting. And, like, I did like the little tease. I liked seeing Kwame yeah. bursting out with Stella. Yeah, he burst out. Yeah, up, with you know.
2: is all screwed up. He uh, looks dead. That, but, yeah. that, that's
3: a cool scene to me. And, you know, it definitely makes me interested in what's happening. But this was a kind of difficult issue to understand. It was difficult to get understand. Through. Yeah, it was. It was. And now, he at he the he end – two reads at least.
2: Yeah, at the end when it says how Jordan has 25 minutes left to live, the countdown has begun. That's a pretty cool ending to go into this last issue that we have 25 minutes left. He's got to, you know, stop this all and obviously I don't think he does the way it's spelled out. Yeah. Uh but we'll see. It just seems like, oh my, there's a lot thrown here. You get a lot of just kind of extraneous stuff it seems, but it's more just the characters and the names that always drive me nuts that I a lot of times I don't know what's going on. But overall, I like the basic story of it. I like the idea of I wish that the Golden Lantern had more to do than it just being him insane. Yeah, you know, and and thinking that he's still fighting the good fight, even though he isn't, and he's imagining things, and he's trying to do this, and it's, then really it's becomes sort
3: of like a lame Twilight Zone, you know, like, yeah, a, yeah. like something we've seen before, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, so uh, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, and just the idea that uh, Star Sapphire Carol says, "Oh, haven't you heard about Don Coyote?" And that pretty much explains it all. Yeah, and, it does. and so you're just kind of like, oh well, I guess you know, whatever. And uh so yeah, by the end I do like the art. I did like the story enough of where it ends and the Kwame, and it does tie in a lot of things from the 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 past. And we got a bunch of lantern oaths as well. I'm right. sure people got well, I love out that, of that stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh so what did you give it?
3: So I loved the uh, it was totally again really just made for me because I love seeing the Else Worlds Great Lanterns. Well, the art was spectacular there were some great panels in it and uh, it really isn't you know I had to read it two and even three times when I started yeah, I read reviewing it, three. it. Uh, you know but when you do get to it you realize like it's not that it's not the story isn't told poorly it's just too much stuff there's really too yeah, much dialogue yeah. in it uh, whereas I found it, I found it easier after I like gave it a scan just looked at the panels it helped me to understand the story better than when I yeah. read all of the malarkey so uh, but I loved it. A visual, I thought it was great, and I'm excited for the next thing, and I gave this an 8 out of 10.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go 7-5. I, I, I like the art a lot and all that. And even at, even at an interlude that we kind of skip where you end up seeing this big antimatter titan that seems to also be trying to find the Qua Man and Sinestro right. and says that they're the Border right. Patrol, and that's not explained. And, you know, you have that going forward. But hopefully... We'll end up where this 12th issue that ends this first season – Hopefully, like it's one of those where it'll open our eyes to all the the whole series and make everything make sense and make better. Also, I, I do see also we where Hal and Carol Ferris of these different multiverses almost decide to knock boots yeah. because you know we don't have the hangups that we have with our counterparts in the our regular universe. You know, we have no baggage. Let's get and they decide not to. I mean, it's, now, the, the, it's even the fact kind of that they funny. said that
3: was silly. You know what I mean? It's it like, was silly. You guys have it, seen multiversal counterparts many times, you know that you don't, yes. you know, oh, this is like and even, Living even, out your uh, with that, with them. it
2: just seemed like it was like where you had Grant Morrison. And one of the big complaints going into the series was the Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Core book ended with him going and, and making things better with Carol. And then this series started, and Carol's like, MIA, you have no guy. And then all of a sudden, this is his solution is the Earth 11 Carol, who might want to get with Hal because they don't have baggage. It just, seemed, it just seemed weird and out of place there and things going. On and, and also Carol's dialogue did seem disjointed at times where she'd talk and then change, like by the end of the dialogue seemed odd. But I, like I said, I still like it. Like you said, if you read it a couple of times and you think of just the basic story. Uh, I think that there's something there It does get a little confused as it goes on But see, we're we're a little more positive Eric, I think, was going to give it a three, he said So he's out he, he is out of the deal And it's just me and you But that'll be the end of that And we're going to go on to something else I'm not even sure
0: Now here's Eric And he's talking all about D.C. Now here's Eric, Eric And he's talking all about D.C. Eric Shea will throw it down His reviews are strong and sound His scores are much better than Jim's you'll see He will tell us all about D.C. So tell us all about DC Eric Shay.
2: All right, and we are here to talk about Supergirl number 33. Mm. Oh, my. Written by Mark and Draco. Art by Kevin McGuire, Scott Hanna, Eduardo Pancico, Julio Ferreira, FCO Placencia, Chris Sotomayor, and Tom Napolitano. It, it's a crowd of many. You got that, uh, that on desktop coming up too. I have not seen the likes. Since I saw Parliament Funkadelic on stage, Eric, this book has been tied down with everything that that Bendis has been doing, never, at DC. And unfortunately, the delay that Bendis caused with this issue makes everything even worse. If you read Superman number 14, there is no reason at all to read this. And if you are someone that just pulls Supergirl, good luck understanding this on its own. To rub salt in the wounds, the book is now heading back to Earth, where it looks like it'll tie into Event Leviathan. Uh, this yep. book can't catch a break. It, it really can't. And and by the end of this issue, I'm uh, like, all right, you know, I'm going back to Earth, Cal. I'm like, all, all right, right that, that's okay. I, I actually like her in space. Maybe you with Xander crypto, who National tries, City tries to the set Nash. things up. Yeah. So it's, you know, the end kind of gives you that, you know, coming up next and it's a uh, dead Danvers. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> that is part of Leviathan. So then I ended up going and looking at the solicits and indeed- it's tying in well, loosely because this never there. ties in fully into anything. It's well, just saying, kind what of a we side had, idea. Though, For
1: that Superman Leviathan Rising special that came out and like, you know, for Supergirl's inclusion there with the Danvers and stuff like that, at least we're at least finally getting back to that bit because I'm like, what is, what role is she really going to play since she's do- going off into space and doing this That's whole It's still the this deal though, bit.
2: finally getting back to something that isn't really a Supergirl story and is forced into make Mark and Draco write something that isn't his. It's all Bendis. This book, was canceled brought back because of bendis now it's delayed because of bendis and now everything that we've gotten since then is all just pretty much in my mind the scraps of things that bendis has thrown out it, it is like the dog under the table eating scraps being thrown from the, from the dinner
1: it's but awful jim, we it's learned ridiculous. all the stuff about the axe this issue the
2: axe yeah, jim yeah, we, we learned two minutes of it and, uh, <laughs> and all you learned was we can't have her going around with that axe anymore so. So I want to She's ask a you a question. That's what I want, want to do. Yeah, and even that, it does actually verify something we talked about with the idea that it was making her angry. At least that seems to be but verified Jim, in a wink-wink way, but not really. But it, Jim, it just ends. Why? Yeah, we don't know. We're not going to know, and we're not going to spend that much time <laughs> trying to figure it out here. This because this
1: goddamn Supergirl book. Why did she just not go to the 31st century and take this no, book or just that, take her why, away How about off this? to the Legion of Superheroes?
2: Get rid of Rose and Thorne and have her be that immortal character that leads. Hey, she's president in the future. So really, uh, Bendis throws something to Kara fans. But really, if you (laughs) are just reading Supergirl, and there's people out there who would be, this book has just been nothing. It's been nothing but, like I said, the scraps of anything that Bendis has just thrown out there. It's all been Rogozar, the circle, until Bendis had to, you know, hurry things up so that he could get to the Legion of Superheroes. So really Kara never resolved much at all. She just ended up doing things towards getting to, with Superman and Superboy so that the Legion could be introduced and then she could say, Oh well, I guess I'll go back to Earth. There there's no L's on Earth. Off I go. Hey, hey, what about that axe, Kara? Oh, didn't you hear? It burned out. Oh, it fried really? it up burned when out, I was
1: battling Rogozar in the remnants of Krypton where our magically no I wasn't no sick, but, but Rogozar he got kryptonite poisoning but not uh-huh. me. I'm like uh-huh. yeah
0: I really how thought this
1: might take the time to show you why Kara was maybe uh, like not immune but like she was protected somehow during this whole Krypton it fight could have been going from on. the axe at a something. point but yeah nothing But even nothing. Like, like John as well Just something that would show me no, that there was you know a reason that I, I didn't even okay. care about
2: that what I want it where if you're going to have the Superman book, have all this stuff going on, and then a- out of nowhere, having, oh my God, Rogozar's a Kryptonian, and getting nothing more of that except him being arrested. I thought that maybe the Supergirl book would be uh, a somewhat more important where we would have Kara see that as well. As far as you can tell from this issue, and as far as if you're just reading Supergirl, you have no idea Rogozar is a Kryptonian. It's never mentioned. I would have liked them to be talking about that before that hearing that they were going to go to. Maybe expand on it slightly. Maybe give us a little more info so that the Supergirl book actually is important in the whole story. It hasn't been. Yeah, we had the circle in this, which ends up being the the thing that caused all the trouble and all that. But we oh, never really Gandello. found out any answers. She was
1: taken care of, so luckily we had that like you know fixed up and taken taking care of my no no it's just yeah. gandello like what what was this big secret of ali ali Apsa, where we have to get the crystals to no, find out nothing. all the stuff with the circle and we just it just leads to gandello being the mastermind but in the superman book she seemed to be pretty cool at the one part during Jarell's hollow yeah. vid like you know communications am like, yeah uh, you really have nothing going on here and what no. we essentially get when this issue here is a clip show if you have been reading the Superman book. So I'm like, yeah. oh man, remember when we did this? And then we see the fight again. Remember remember when we did yeah, this? Yeah, we I'm see like, the fight. No, no, we're, we're just, I, it's not even a good clip show because all we're doing is no. recapping the last issue with Superman.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we have the fight, the Thanagarians show up. They end up, you know, taking them away from the fight. Uh, Rogozar gets arrested. There's not even a mention of anything, uh, you know, Jorel here which no. is another thing that should have been mentioned where then you get, and, and even so, even if this was one of those where we have had John in this book with Supergirl for the last couple issues, at least I would have liked to have seen more of that interaction before John does go off with the Legion of superheroes. And we don't get that. I mean, there's a couple of things that you do could you have the expanded they're, they're upon. are joking each other about how they're no, not going to eat chicken it's wings. three panels. <laughs> don't ask, Hey, do we get a last meal? Don't ask that. You know, don't ask the hawk people for chicken wings. All right, whatever. And then they're and Zod's like, "Let the children joke. The joking <laughs> is what the children love to I do." like Superman, the idea.
1: you have Zod following behind the House of Alhairs, are being walked down this hallway on Thanagar. It's the idea we got. You got little John Kent. Well, I cannot say a little anymore, but you got Kara yeah. Zor here, and they're joking up cousins, just having fun. And it's the idea. Let the children joke because soon they will feel the taste of blood yeah. on their lips. I'm like, oh God, you always. Have to take it to a dark place Zod No yeah,
2: sad knows what goes down He's like let
0: them the be children. children
2: Seriously that Things joke will go was go really wrong fine. for them and really soon they will be dead. Oh so God. let it happen. Why do we hang I, out I, with I it? just, I'm like, really? I, I love to. Superman, uh, behave. This is serious. No. Saad <laughs> comes off as the guy who, who loves the levity of the deal. Uh, so, yeah, That's he, how you take
1: he, it. He's going to be that guy who's going to tell you how to raise your kids. Don't be too strict with your boy. Yeah, really. I know parenting over here. I have my son over here. I on this new krypton
2: where I let him jest all the time. I, I let him jest and, and pull people. <laughs> People's legs, as you say all the time, and then Chokes he really does cold legs. We need. He's a little psychopath. Yeah, really. Oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, then you go back and it's Steve Arena. <laughs> he ends up cutting heads off of animals. He's like, look, look at what he's made with these animal skeletons. That is the work of a sane boy. Uh, <laughs> what yeah, a so jester. You, you're going with this. And you end up that they're going to this trial. And then that gets interrupted with the cunt attacking. Again, never anything really mentioned. No. Everything is a clip show to the point where it you don't get enough because then the cond attack, which is, oh, no, the universe, it's insane. And then there's John sure who says, hey, can we call a time out? The problem being is that was not the big line. Don't give me the joke of I need a Zach Morris timeout. What you need to do is really spell out the idea of, hey, hey, everybody, why don't we do a federation of planets? Why don't we do like a UN? We have on the earth. That's kind of pushed aside to just give a big speech by superman and then who will join us you don't even get the idea fully of what's going on anything and then That's the all right the, i never really got the superheroes idea what's going on with superman either because the yeah, whole idea in my mind was something. John, john
1: just happened to say hey papa United Nations. Yeah. Superman put on a big rah rah speech, and for some reason, though, the Legion of Superheroes came back a thousand years and say, John, John Kent, little superboy,
2: you are the man that created wow. all this. United yeah, at least Nations. We got that, though. What a genius. Yeah, at least we got that. Here, you don't even get that mentioned. So it's just Superman saying, "Hey everybody, we got to get along. Do you agree?" Nobody says anything. I don't think it's working. The look, legion of superheroes you, come look, though, and Jim. just say unity day. They don't even say that. You only get the idea of John leaving when Kara ends up talking to Xander. You don't even get to see that. I mean, if, at least you, give the if you people look at the doing big this
1: group shot though. You have a better-looking
2: atrocities here than yeah, you, you get you in do. that Superman and it is and it also- That's the only thing.
1: On the far left side, you
2: also have ET the extraterrestrial there for some reason. Yeah, no, yeah, there is. Also, I thought that I'm like, why is Gandela there? It looks like her right. Oh, now. That's just a <laughs> trillion collective I know. guy. Yeah, but but really, all those crystalline is people look alike. Is it a Trillium Collective guy? Because in, in the matter of fact, we're told the next page. Now it is a little bit later, but that should have been Xander. He's yeah. now the emperor of the whole deal. Maybe he sent that. Well, that's you know, at one point
1: too. In the Superman issue, we either had a guy who was real a uh, Dox, or we had freaking Xander that I'm like, I don't know. All those clones. They look and, and really, you if, you like me, too. If, to if we want
2: if we really want to go, you know, full out, you got the ET. I mean, we, we have to, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention well, I had that. was right there. in the front. There's Elk. Sure. He's there, Oh Willie? <laughs> I'm like, what, what the hell's going on here? But yeah, so Gordon you're Gordon Shumway, Jim. You're Gordon getting Shumway. <laughs> Hey, Willie, you, you end up with <laughs> not enough of anything and, you know, just too much of nothing because it is a issue that basically is, all right, let's just tread water until we get care of the heck out of here. Now, like you said, one of the big things is as they were going, she had Rogozar's axe. It seemed to be making her angry. It burned out in the all fight right. and it's now m- not making her angry anymore. And she feels more human and that she says line that to bothered her cause me
0: so yeah. much
2: why would she say
1: that she feels human and not
2: kind of just you know saying that as a person but she's not just because no. she lives on earth now and i mean she's like i they told me to act more kryptonian and then she died eric you know that that's the joke there i, I think but, but yeah um, so yeah really so all of this going on you, you don't get anything. Uh, I mean, really, this book is handled you know, like, by FaceTime Brian with Michael Xander? Bendis nonsense. You get that with Xander and she's like, Hey, what's going on? And he says, Hey, now that my mom's dead, I'm now the emperor. Uh, well, you know, it, weird I did really the really You have a clue in to be the emperor of the Trillium collective. Yeah, I don't mind. It's just a thing that they're saying is it's temporary. A temporary. He, he was one of the people that helped to like, you know, he was in
1: line with Supergirl who went after his mother, the Empress. I'm like, yeah, there's the, a thing is i'm not
2: so sure well that's also the thing is now that she's dead we don't get enough info i'm guessing that they want to get a little away from that old gandello because yeah, since she caused so much problems, so him being that maybe that or the whole thing is he was but- saying
1: that he wants to get rid of this old Xander thing. Now that we're going back to right, Earth, we got, we got yeah, to get rid of the screen because dude.
2: that seems to be the only thing that I liked that he had done because that wasn't tied into everything else as much. I like that character. He tries to set up a date with Kara. And they they end up losing their it transmission gone. Like all the times you caught a girl looking for a date. No, they answered right there. So that's less than what I got. Plus, they it usually. Up. No, no. Usually it ends where I get a knock on the door and I get a restraining order afterwards. At least, you know, the Xander is not getting that. If you have one flaw, Jim, you come on too strong. Yes, and if I have one flaw, (laughs) and if I do, Eric, it's that I am too much of a perfectionist. You end up with Superman with with his his knee up, looking at the sunset, going, (laughs) all right, hello, Kara, how are you doing? I'm standing here for an hour waiting for someone to walk up behind me to see me in this pose. You know, I might be Superman, but I'm not a god. I'm starting to cramp. Hey, Kara. Look at this ass. Yeah, really. Hey, Kara, what's going on? Oh, you know, I'm not as angry anymore. And boy, that speech you had really did make me inspired. You know, John leaving. That's crazy, huh? I think I'm going to go back to Earth and see what's going on. Let's go. And then you're on Earth and she's like the yellow sun. All right, we're home. Next up is (laughs) Event (laughs) Leviathan. I'm like, really? It really, why is Kara in a book that is the, you know, just the cast off of anything else that Brian Michael Bendis is doing? This is nonsense. Uh, you know, Supergirl fans deserve a book that is more important than just being a clip show or a setup for something else. It, it's it's infuriating to me. I love Supergirl. I have enjoyed the book at points, not so much other times, but at least it was always its own book. It has not been its own book since Brian Michael Michael Bendis came, and then it was you – know, like I said, it was kind of canceled, just put on hold, and then yeah. brought back with this. There is no and reason ever for since this book. Then-
1: it's been put on hold. Yeah, that, yeah even really no the has.
2: series continues. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. So yeah, that that's that. I, I don't want to waste any more time with what is a cast-off deal and I like Mark and Draco. and and really cast I'm going to give I'm going to give I'm going to give a score for this and oh, yeah? I think awesome. that well, I'm saying I think that uh, Mark and Draco does a great job here. He doesn't get anything to do. He is so, you know, pushed into a corner with this, and yet it's still readable. It's just everything we've seen. This delay makes it even worse because now it's just like, you know, when you have it, if you, you haven't seen it, it's extra new couple to you, of weeks,
1: folks. Now yeah. check
2: it out, a yeah, clip the, show. The if you haven't seen it, it's new to you doesn't work because we've seen it, so it's not yes. new. And so and I didn't it's like it the first time. Yeah, around. it's nothing. So uh, because of that, I'm g- and I like the art. I'm giving it a four point yeah, five okay. out of ten. It's it's unnecessary. It's complete completely unnecessary and i wish it would be something that was necessary what would you give? i
1: agree 3.5 out of 10 oh like my. you said, the art's okay
2: it's not great though and what it's just what
1: it's showing though is just i'm like this is a worse version of stuff that i already saw that i did not like so I'm like, you, you told me nothing even the stuff that you could tell me that was in the side of the yeah. superman bits like what what was up with the x why did it make you angry where did it come from now it's just burning i'm like you did nothing with your panel yeah. play here and at the end it was like Alright, maybe Leviathan would do something even though that main yeah. book
2: isn't doing anything. No, so we're gonna find out all about that. But let's move on to the next book.
1: Deathstroke number forty seven, written by Christopher Priest with art by Fernando Pastor and Carlo Pagulayan, Jason Paz, Cam Smith, Wade von Gralbadger, Jeremy Cox, and sweet Willie Schubert. Yes. Deathstroke's back from the dead, and man, he seems confused as hell to what's going on in the world, and while this aspect of the book was really fun and kind of terrible by the end, the rest of the book continued with Jericho's wrestling with his justice versus doom mentality, while Willow seems to be back in Rose's life, and the only decent thing that came out of this is that she forgave Red Arrow for murdering Slade.
2: Yeah, and yeah, the, the whole thing with this is you're going to get the intrigue of of Deathstroke being back, he, he seems and to be a- want different deathstroke all i think is they're resetting everything to get back to you know having deathstroke out there being a full-out villain not remembering anything because going with this you know this book will eventually and we kind of thought around 50 who knows if it's going to continue a a little longer because of year of the villain maybe there's you know some craziness with that i don't know but if it does i don't think they want a deathstroke that's out there where hey deathstroke you were a good guy for this and that they just want the old deathstroke back I think that that's all we're seeing here. We're seeing it's where it's going to start though, the resetting. The idea of what the old Deathstroke is, because I'm going to spoil warning, everybody.
1: There's two strokes in this book. It looks like yeah. the young, almost defiant, you know, like stroke at the beginning of this book. And we also have a more war-torn stroke that you would have seen in the pre-Flashpoint era of DC Comics. But the problem is, I really thought I could have came to this podcast and just, like, informed everybody, like, I broke the code. I know what this death stroke is. Because he says a few things in this book to make you think. Like, the idea that he thinks that Jericho is dead, Wintergreen yeah. is dead. I'm like, oh, man, he you drowned with really a Willow. Time on you this. You know, there's
2: a lot of crazy he, stuff in oh, here. I'm
1: saying the idea that he drowned, like, Rose and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, yeah, Rose, I uh, yeah yeah i got you but th- i don't remember that ever happened yeah well that to like, be something that, that might happened. be
2: different so it's it's combining well, things even the idea things. when
1: he's talking to husan and says my son takes husan's phone dials a number and it calls damian wayne's phone i'm like all right. All right. I really thought I had something going on here, but yeah. for some reason it's all falling apart in front of me. So I have nothing to say except for, yeah, that's the weird death huh?
2: He's a killer and, again. And it is, it, it is fun when you see Usan because Usan, you know, he's been kind of on the fringes of the book, but every time he does deal with death he, he's scared out of his mind. And that continues here because, and, and with that though, he is a little more kind of like trash talking because he thinks it's his father-in-law exactly. slayed the whole well, That's the deal. best so,
1: part because how unassuming he is. Like, okay, Deathstroke's a scary guy but, you know, Deathstroke's back and he's just making him eggs and some bacon yeah. and stuff like that and, like, just like, just talking to, like, a little bit of trashy here in there about him and, and Rose and, like, what Jericho's up to. Not knowing that this man here is just a killer who doesn't know yeah. him at all. It's,
2: al- it's almost like the whole deal with, like, you'd have a horror movie and you end up having oh, the bad guy, the, oh. the horror guy getting dressed up as something that the person thinks, oh, that's just John, you know we're going to a, a, a party or something. Like, oh come on, man! You it's know this and that, talking trash, and uh, you end up them finding you know like don't say that, get out of there! Like the whole time you're like to son, like get out of there! You're going to get killed because Deathstroke is trying to figure out you know what's going on. This isn't He's the like, same deal. What year is it? Yeah. Because no, and it makes so sense confused. for his son because he just came back from the dead and he said, yeah, you know what? Your, your yeah. brains are a little Scrams scrambled, I think, when it comes back. To that so it makes complete sense. And Until Deathstroke just says, "You know what? You know where's Isherwood? I need him to start working on stuff. What? He doesn't work for you anymore. He found God. He's up in Canada. Oh, so you're the Isherwood (laughs) now? Born again. Yeah, but I don't really do much for you anyway. I don't work for you. you. Okay, I don't need you. And then just blast him out of the the deal. And then by the end of this, it does look like he shot him, like killed him. So we'll have to see how that is. I'm
1: telling you, when I'm reading this whole thing and I'm I'm seeing Deathstroke put the pieces together of what he's doing, your Slade was because he's even more scarred up and old. Order looking Slade Wilson, yeah. and the idea that he's like when uh we, he's going through and is putting the piece together and he says son i need your help raven transported me looks like that lo- to lower manhattan this whole thing this wit- it's a witch's fault and i thought to myself this really does for everything that's going on the idea that jericho is dead and w- wintergreen said like really thought this was going to be like the 2003 jeff johns Teen titans run where all of this stuff was happening what we were dealing with uh rose we were dealing with jericho being and dead and wintergreen dying and we even had uh, raven coming back to the Teen titans at the point like oh man this is going to be it but why would he call up Damian Wayne? And even yeah. the calling up Damian Wayne, the whole idea of the way Robin takes it saying, Slade, is this some kind of joke? You know, I'm like – this is something in my mind that Robin would like, you know, track the call then, get right on top of because the idea, you know, they've been wrestling with the idea that the Teen Titans killed Slade, you know, and so hims yeah. being alive, this is this is clear this is a, a clean slate is what it is. Well, and, so and, like, and
2: even is it a clean slade, did you say? I was say that. Uh, one one of the only things that is kind of like maybe intriguing where things are a little wonky with Damien was we did have that whole arc of figuring out if Damien was in fact Slade's son. His son. And I know. Uh, yeah and so maybe he's actually Sonia. a combo of another reality things like that where that was the case maybe we find out that that's a little thing that he actually does think that he's Damian instead I don't know because you are playing with this crazy weird ideas stuff. about
1: flashpoint and stuff like that I'm like we have Thomas Wayne over here and you know in the main universe why not a freaking flashpoint but that doesn't make sense for what we have to here either so it's like yeah. even by the end though I really thought that this was going to be a situation where this was a pre-flashpoint slave, and at the end when we have the young, you know, the the good guy, Slade Wilson. I'm like, this is gonna be eyes. almost like a Superman reborn situation where like the two ma- like, you know, halves are gonna come together to make the whole. And I'm like no. but I'm not sure anymore because things just seem like they're thrown all over the place. You have yeah, the idea no. though, for everything that we have dealing with um, you know, this weird Slade and what what he thinks is the reality that he's living with Jericho being dead, Winter Green being dead, he still has the memory of isherwood though, that was a new thing to this series. So it's a weird no. thing like well, i've him making like the icon idea. suit.
2: I did like the idea where uh, Hussein, he, he gets, you know, just blasted out of the out of the, the room. And then he's yeah. trying to convince Slade that, you know, man, you know, I'll just. I, like I was Red because run, he says, Red he says, run. are you gaslighting me? Because he thinks that everybody's pulling a trick on him, that it's his birthday. This is a surprise party. You know, everybody's Ashton Kutcher punking him. And then that's where a son's like, well, do you oh, my God. From, yes, yes, it is your birthday. You know, I'll call Wintergreen. <laughs> and that's the wrong thing to say, because Wintergreen and is dead Green's to him dead. so he's like you son of a bitch and then he starts going and yeah he runs in Jericho, out into the he runs out too, in the deal yeah, he ends up out on the street and you know with Slade just coming down bearing down on him with this gun and it does look like you don't see the body you don't see the shot but it looks like you know he kills Hussan and well, that's I a shame that because too, I like Husan him Husan
1: running away and then he's trying to get away but who, like you know Deathstroke is just firing randomly and then he gets he yeah. stands there in front of a woman and a child he's like all right, come on. And when you see the blood splatter then on that woman's like sleeve from next to Hussan there, I'm like, all right, that, that's very clever. That's a that's a cool way to get rid of the whole idea like you there, that might be blood splatter, but we have been doing a lot with this whole like you know, yeah. the fake bullets that do like paralyze you and shoot that blood capsule kind of thing. And this like uh this slade He's not from here. He might not know these things as he's putting he on his costume that or whatever that it is. Gun.
2: And yeah. the, the other deal, I don't know, the spray comes from a weird angle, too. Uh, you know, he is standing right in front of them. And then when the shot is fired, it is only getting her one side as if he was shot from the side of the head. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. But yeah, I, I would think it, that paralytic uh, bullets that they have yeah. that he ends up shooting them and it looks like blood. We haven't seen much of a spray like that, but I guess if it did hit him, him, the straight. actual paralytic blood. And maybe that lady would fall down because now she has it on her, but that doesn't happen because you go right from that. In the meantime, you also have Jericho, who did get the offer from Deathstroke, and he is able to have pretty much the super powered icon suit that is, you know, powered by, you know, a droplet that is ending up almost like he magic the, the way it causes Yeah, to the deal. And he is going around pretty much not only trying that, to be a hero. It's,
1: it's enhanced his whole mental like ability on top of yeah. the body hopping and stuff like that. He can have telepathy, like tel- telekinesis and all this. It has enhanced everything he can do tenfold on top of have not having to need the icon suit and just trying to go and do the right thing around the world that he could never do without this yeah. whole, you know, power that Lex Luthor gave him. But like, You have the whole idea as well that he did kind of brainwash his boyfriend last issue to make sure that he stayed in the picture. So while you're doing a lot of good here, Jericho, you still manipulated your boyfriend's mind to keep him in the picture.
2: Yep. And, and the, the funny thing is Husan tries to call Jericho to, you know, maybe come and help him when Slade's going, Screening. you know, ham on him and he doesn't answer the call. Finally, Screening Jericho decides that he doesn't need to answer every call. That's, that was the problem. That's why his boyfriend was leaving because there was too much going on. Now, finally, the one time he decides, yeah, you know, I don't need to take that. You know, Husan, what is he going to have to say? And it might have ended up getting him killed. Uh-huh. But in the meantime, you do I have Jericho going around as a hero he did get the whole icon deal from the gift from the offer from lex and uh the the funny thing is is in this he's using it for good i mean he is a little over the top he's a bit more violent but that that would be what he would be anyway but he's going through town and basically telling anybody who's being a piece of crap you get out before i kill you you know i'm the be all end all get out and it's funny because you pointed out that In the Justice League, when we had both the Team Justice League, Team Justice, and then Hashtag Team Doom, Jericho, Jericho was in both. And what? I'm thinking to myself, like, that might be a cue of what he's might wrestling happen. Where, with well, his emotions, yeah, but Jim. also the idea that we have two death strokes here, maybe we're going to end up with multiples of a lot of people. I don't know, but it is funny that he is in both on in that Justice League That's issue true. with the big spreads. He's on both the Justice League team and the League of Doom than team. Just
1: the meta thing of him wrestling with his emotions, whether I don't he know. is Justice or, or Doom may or
2: Maybe it's even one of the younger, the younger death stroke that we get at the end. Maybe he's going to dress up in. In the Jericho suit. I don't know. It's, I don't know funny how too, it's going This,
1: this doom powered Jericho though, just another thing that added to my thing that I thought I knew was happening this issue, because when you see him with his blue skin here, it's very reminiscent for when he was in that teen Titans in 2003, when he didn't have yeah. a body, when he was just jumping around as a soul, he was just all blue like this as well. I'm like, I don't know, you're trying to sell yeah, me you anymore, a Christopher Priest.
2: Yeah, you made deep dive in that DC universe, oh my app, God, did trying I to figure things out, and you were running into dead ends. Uh, you know, And that's the problem. And that's not the problem, but that's kind of how Christopher Priest has run all of this, where you have six clues, five work out really good. And then yeah. you get that 6 1 and it throws a loop. Like you said, even the idea that this, you know, older, you know, war torn slate at the beginning with Usan knows Isherwood, that throws okay. everything off a bit. Yeah. You know, you could, you could just kind go of. with a full out you deal. Can, you kind yeah. of
1: justify that in his early life, he did know an Isherwood as well Maybe. That, Maybe. that wouldn't comprehend, like, would uh, just uh, never compromise knew that. the rest.
2: Exactly. But we have seen that he was with him a little longer being a tech guy. So that's a little off. But when he calls Damien and thinks it's his son, that is, and, and that is definitely to me a full out, a full out wink, wink of the, you know, the arc that we had with Batman about Damien, whose son Damien was. I think that that is something where, uh, that is pulling out and we're going to see what that's going on. In the meantime, I really don't want Willow back. I really don't. We dealt with this Willow stuff.
1: Is this Willow stuff to the idea that we had to have a bunch of issues in order for Shadow to show up? And then I found your sword, and in, in Vietnam I brought it back. To you know, not your sword, but Willow's sword to mm-hmm. have all the thing. For it. it never made sense for her to do this. Then to have Jericho fight her with his new powers, go do the freaking body hop thing with his eyes too. Or it not working, but you know what it did do. It did it open her mind her to mind. Willow again. So I'm like, open you your had to mind, Willow so yeah, much it's for just, this little yeah, really bit forced. that nobody wants. And I,
2: don't, I, I guess maybe it'll tie back into something, you know, maybe as an idea. But nobody wants this. I, I don't know why you're going back to Willow. That's the one thing in this. There's a lot of intriguing, but things it's Willow in uh, who's been Willow. Heard, I don't need even, that. She's been yeah, overtaken with now.
1: Jericho's goodness.
2: And it's a good Willow that also knows that it's Rose. It's like almost a, you know, melding of those two personalities in there with the whole deal because she, you know, she's pretty much Rose, but as Willow now, and it's not taken over. And now she's better. And now she feels good. And then she says to Emiko, I forgive you. Emiko starts crying. I'm like, I really, I don't need that. Thank God that's herself. I really don't need that part. And really all it is, I, you know, are we supposed to get the feels that Emiko starts crying? All I'm glad is we can just I've get not, rid of that part of this book and get to what we want to know. I you really know, Emiko, like Rose Emma, Wilson. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I do thi- too. Everything
1: we've been getting of her, though, in this whole thing over the past couple of months has just been ridiculous. She's been the worst part of the book because I'm angry, not so angry, angry again. I forgive you, thanks a lot. You just took up four thanks. months of my life here of Wolf Rose and you did nothing with your yeah, character really. arc
2: yeah th- thanks a lot. thanks a lot there and yeah, uh with this uh book we've gone through we we've pretty much reviewed every single issue yeah. on our podcast and the one of the big things that's been you know most consistent has been the art it, it's been one of the better things, and we don't get a lot of issues where we get a really big art team like this, which only says to me that things were kind of changed to go a different route to maybe finish up uh, earlier than maybe Christopher Priest thought when he was writing this. It just seemed very odd. Now, in the meantime, you also start with this whole deal. With this couple, young couple getting shot, and, all, and I'm like, I really don't care about <laughs> that, that, that weird that. bookend well, the I, idea
1: of a guy sc- yeah. fooling around with a girl in the backseat of a car who gets snuck up on and killed by supposedly a meth, you know, cook. And this was a meth yeah. like dealer who like kind of maybe stole some stuff. With the idea though, I'm like, I'm looking at this opening scene that really means nothing until the end. But
2: no, like, until the end, I,
1: I wish. That I was able to fool around in the backseat of a car with us. You know, I've just always been too big. You like, like were you were you able to fool around in the backseat of a car? You being a man of small no. stature? Not, oh. No,
2: that the thing is, I just never had a car that I could do that in. Anyway, I used to have a Volkswagen Rabbit. A I mean, I know. Yeah, no, it just it didn't have much of a seat or whatever. But no. I did fool around one time and ended up hitting like the parking brake at uh, what oh, would no. be Campbell's Dam. That's a uh, yep. you know a a little deal for us in town. And the car rolled forward and ended up oh, hitting gosh. those boulders that end up <laughs> separate so you couldn't go into you know the thing. And it ended up wrecking the fog lights. And my dad was real pissed about that. Just so that's the idea though, being able to get that.
1: into the backseat of a car with both the doors closed, I can't comprehend for. How- how big i am I'm like oh, sorry wh- wh- about where's my check. body gonna go and, and i guess you're I gonna have to and find also, a hotel there, work buddy? How small i am
2: yeah. jim oh well that's true that that is actually <laughs> something that doesn't matter Back seat of a car in a a plane no, it i it mean matter, you're not jim. escaping that you're not escaping <laughs> that bit of it uh but yeah so by the end I was intrigued by this enough oh, yeah, to say, the, the, the all the around, right, the, the, see the what goes on. The, but yeah. the
1: wrap around the whole thing of this kid getting killed. We also have this detective working on the case where he's at the hospital later on because the woman's still alive who was during this whole shootout kind of like, you know, p- putting out there a message to this drug dealer and anybody else who wants to screw up this uh, meth cooker. But then you have the nurse questioning the detective about it. And then you see like uh young Slade in disguise as he takes off, you know, the freaking mask and stuff like that for a nurse. But I'm like, alright so we're gonna have Slade Wilson on the case of finding out who the meth cooker is like that's such and, a and, weird thing the, for how cool this, is this other version too, was is,
2: yeah. and, and with that like when did he you know disguise himself as this why don't other people realize what's going on he is and just there but there. Right <laughs> at one point that this guy had to have come and said I want to talk to who's you know in charge of this and somebody had to direct him to Slade you would think also yeah. when he's like I'm CCB up the county and then it's CCB <gasps> chief cook and bottle washer i'm like i don't know what the hell you're talking about i'm really lost here with, with, with what this guy's saying but yeah no, just, chief and, cook and, and bottle it's just, washer yeah chief cook and bottle washer what, what tell me what that means as I, what I he what appears to be a disheveled detective you know a, a sheriff I'm like i don't understand <laughs> CCB. i don't understand yeah ccb i'm like whatever and then you have tcb things have a funny way of biting you in the ass. And then he goes, I'm like, I know. There's such a
1: weird bit for the whole idea that this, you know, this detective thinks he's talking to a doctor. And Slade actually tells him, look, if you're such a good detective, you would have realized that I'm a nurse. And you see the nurse badge on his smock there. But the thing is, like, am I supposed to look at that or the name? tomlinson well, I, s. Look, like,
2: I look s tomlinson I, I couldn't find anything tomlinson I looked, yeah near the Robin, could yeah. i'm i like
1: is that supposed to be the big important part of this so i'm like I it, don't it's know. Slade. it's a young Slade back from the dead that's the big important part don't give me
2: this freaking close-up of a nurse's yeah. badge and just the idea that he's there and this whole thing hey doc i gotta find out doc hey you must not be a great detective. I'm a nurse and I'm out of here. <laughs> Candy striper <laughs> over here. All of a sudden he's like walking there, he's eating two pieces of pizzas pressed together, strutting his stuff. My like, I he's don't here. Yeah, really, he's doing that. Hey, watch the hair. He's yelling, okay, uh, go hit me the hair. Hey, hey, you watch the hair. Yeah, it's all then. I'm like, all right. He does have that cool hair, but you know yeah, that yeah movie that's too that's much. the dude. Yeah, so it's 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 a it's a comic book. It is, uh, but yeah, I'm intrigued by some of the stuff. It, it's kind of a weird way that he likes to be tricky for tricky sake. Sometimes oh, but that we'll priest. see how this goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, what'd you give it? See, the thing is, I got a
1: little overzealous when I was reviewing this book on the site and gave it a 7.5 out of 10. But when I was rereading this and realizing that all my theories were just going down the drain and that there was a lot of nonsense with Rose and Red like Arrow and even Jericho. yeah, what happened. Yeah, of-,
2: Every of your life is what happened,
1: right? <sighs> down the drain. But things down started falling drain. apart for me. But now the thing is, I, I'm still really intrigued with the double death strokes and the idea of this as being a different timeline death stroke. All this stuff actually really interests me. It's just a lot of the other stuff in the book I don't care about, but I'm taking my score down to a. 6.5 out of 10, because I still really enjoy the art and I do look forward to the next issue.
2: No, I'm going 6.8. Uh, I'm going to go a little more positive. Uh, I, I would say that I'm a little more positive because you did end up kind of telling me about the issue and then you said, oh, that right. didn't <laughs> work out. But then you said, no, it's actually after you said that and like, oh, it didn't work out. Uh, all my things that I was looking through, I'm going down. I am in my score. When I went in to read it, then I'm reading. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I kind of am intrigued. And and a lot of the times in this book, Thought he I writes it you. so that you would be intrigued. But I was getting very sick and tired of it. I really was. I was getting very sick and tired of him just throwing things out there. Some of this stuff is what I might have wanted in this book 20 issues ago. And I think it would have been cool. If we would have skipped some of that other nonsense, this would have been pretty neat. Uh, So I don't mind it. Yeah, that that was nonsense. Uh, But what really got me down and really shocked me, I don't know if you saw this in the Slack chat, Old Ruben said he is done with this book now. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, if Ruben's done with it, I'm done. I mean, how can you like this? He has been the big cheerleader for this book since the beginning and has really stuck with it and, and tried to kind of get us hyped up with when we were losing faith in it. And now he looks to be. You know, and it was lost, so funny to me too, said, because
1: it's the issue before I went and reread it when I saw that. I'm like, oh man. And I'm, that's the thing. I was yeah. really into this issue and the ideas of bringing it out of nowhere. Like month after month, you guys are crazy. This is a great book. Yeah. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm done. What the fuck is Now, happened? the one
2: thing. Yeah. Well, the one thing with Ruben and this is he was the only one. Me, well, you and him and seem to be the only ones we know that are reading it. So that's a little downer as well. But I actually. Legitimately, and Ruben, and I hope that this is, puts a smile on your face or whatever. When Eric, when you came and told me, I actually like this. This stroke issue a lot more than what yeah. we've been getting, and I have these series. I thought right away, oh man, Ruben's going to be so happy. He's going to be so <laughs> happy that we like it. And then I look uh, just today There's, before I get on, I'm like, oh, yeah. what's going on inside? Oh, uh, what he's done? Aww. Oh man, how can how There's can still I a lot go? To on like when he's about done, this book, but yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's just I'm going six eight. I though. thought there yeah. was
1: more going on here when I first read it for the review, and when I was thinking about different things all the week, and I was actually getting myself excited. And then like when I reread it tonight, I'm like. Shh just does not hold up as much as I want it. And in the long run, it could just still be nonsense. But I, I do have high hopes for this because I want this to go out with a bang because I still think it's going to end at 50.
2: Yeah, we'll see uh, how it moves on a next issue. All right. We have Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, number one, written by Jody Hauser, Art by Adriana Mello, Mark Morales, Hi-Fi, and Gabriella Downey. A, I don't remember hearing that name ever. So there's Downey. a new letter. In. Wait, this is not Gabriella Downer oh my I, I wish i had the drum sound Eric. i would have hit that for that awful joke i see uh, a lot of people down on this first issue because they say it doesn't feel necessary I, if it gets poison ivy and harley out of the cesspool that was heroes in crisis then i disagree eric i disagree this first issue begins the process and even sets up a battle for the green between ivy and the floronic man a war that the works in my mind and makes me want to see more and i know that's something that me and eric have been talking about this war of the Green forever that we want swamp thing. And Poison Ivy. Now, with that being said, I do think that Swamp will show up here at some point, and that'll be pretty cool as well. But yeah, this is basically a book that you have Jody Hauser being given the role of taking, you know, the, the nonsense that Crisis was Heroes Sequel in Crisis. Slash yeah.
1: Beer the villain tie-in that we didn't know that we always wanted. Mm, yeah.
2: And and to <laughs> me, it's more of the people hated Heroes in Crisis and they don't want Poison Ivy to show up in other books before she gets a little bit of a for a, makeover, like a redemption all these things going on I, I think that that's all this is now if you're going to be mad and you're going to be Why you know upset at the whole deal don't be mad at jody hauser in this book this is I almost won't. the same as keba people are though and um, people are saying that you know, giving this book you know threes fours, Reggie hated it because it was unnecessary. He, he thought, but the thing is, this is like when you had the failed wedding, and then you had the Catwoman book. You, you can't go with what sucked before to just throw shade, and this is going to take a little a bit to get out. a chance to make out. things better. Yeah, and that's what it seems to be doing. So you're you're gonna get that Heroes in Crisis taste, but it we're getting out of that. And I and again, people were saying this could have been in the regular Harley series, but that's that's a, its own you book t- going on. You take There's a no sad book and you make it better. But the weird part about this is, it is one of those things we're going to be getting flash forward coming up as well sure. with Wally West. And yeah, you're going to end up having to spend a lot of money because Heroes in Crisis sucked. That's the biggest part of it. You're getting tie-ins to fix things. <laughs> we got to have a, story a bunch of that books to
1: fix everybody
2: yeah, that's and all what the it characters involved. shows you right away that either that was the evil plan of DC all along, or they are just like the rest of us, mostly the rest of us, saying that that hero's in crisis was nonsense. now we have to fix it. I mean, how many books does a quote unquote "crisis need to fix? I mean, y- you 52. have to So going into this, I actually thought that it was decent. you know, so you're that, getting a look into hardly going off. there's well, not mentions, even the idea there's a little too. recap.
1: I'm not even the, the idea that we need to fix all this stuff that Heroes in Crisis did but like with the Poison Ivy's case here for the idea that she died and she came back and all the thing and like actually working her character towards progression to make her more in tune with the green than she ever was before which we have been doing before Heroes in Crisis Yeah, I like the progression of the character development here because we're doing something and even like you know since we have the Parliament of Flowers now since JLD and the Witching Hour and things like I want to see this because in my mind like we've been talking about for months and months now the idea of getting to a War of the Green that seems really interesting to me and I do want to see that and if this is the book to do it I'm all for it because yeah I for, don't
2: think that this book will do it I think it sets that mind. up yeah. I think it sets it up I don't think that this book it's just a mini oh, yeah. I, I'm saying, I
1: don't expect the war of the green to take place in this I'm saying but we're
2: going to no. be getting there through this but what you ended up having, the Floronic men taking over this, and you, you have the new Parliament of Flowers from the JLD and, and stuff like that going on. You do have you can't just have Poison Ivy just show up out of nowhere, out of Heroes in Crisis, as like you said, the Cinnabite uh, look, and just say, hey, I'm part of the green. You need to set this back up. You need to first off show that the Parliament of Flowers would have anything to do with Poison Ivy because that was never set up either. Yeah. We end up having a thing who's pretty much shunned by it and is trying you know trying to desperately <laughs> see what, what they're means. doing yeah i know but still ends up trying to figure out what he's gonna do and what it does and how it affects him. It's, it's, so you can't just so have poison ivy show up and say hey put them in says i'm bitches. good yeah yeah and you'd be like why you died in heroes in crisis came back weird so that's all Even, i think that that's what this sets up and i, I, I like do this mind.
1: whole thing though where it's a whole is like you know if you think about the end of heroes in crisis where wally west tells himself that. He has to get, take this flower and he has to plant it. And you know, a little bit of that electricity goes, and the Poison Ivy evolves from that whole thing and becomes this inside-out green woman with no clothes. But like, this is the plan. Like, in order for her to be reborn out of death, but I'm like, I don't think it was her plan to become, you know, not be able to hold that human form and become a no. muck monster in a freaking dress. Yeah, and even like, that. Oh, the times for Poison Ivy. Was-
2: and and still, that plan was not exactly the you know. Hey, I've been working on this plan for two years. It seems like that was last second, at just in case. Seems like it was by deal. accident too. So, well, that's what I'm saying. So, if that is the deal, and you come back, you know, weird like she does here, I I can just say that she Holly, didn't know how it was going to do. Love me? Plus plus the whole idea of <laughs> you could go with the whole like this parliament of flowers is a little wacky as well she doesn't really know that she doesn't know how to react and stuff like that and uh, so yeah as, as you're going on here even even with the whole parliament and stuff like that with the green we even had that in the Batman book at the end when she ended up getting sent off to heroes in crisis that sort of thing so it has been set up for what they're doing with this and damage so you, you have that set up so when you go to the this she they you know jody hauser as the first thing on her checklist can't ever look like the inside out woman she looks like the green version of slim good <laughs> she's she's gonna be dancing around telling you how to eat right i don't <laughs> need that I, really uh and so oh no there's you have that, that
1: fog that turns everybody inside out ah!
2: then, uh, so you have harley and her go off they're they're trying to you know lay low they want to go off by themselves yeah, they're but like, a very good you know, job. they're not gonna lay very glow because of what she looks like and that is pointed out, I out, out the even says, like, yeah yeah she's like oh we should have went shopping first because she's pretty much nude but you know without genitals or anything like that it seems she's just inside out plant person and this kid's like look at a naked inside out green lady ah, and then they go <laughs> they have a tiny <laughs> little bit of what could be a fashion show that just ends up with her just you know poison like ivy mulch. just going awful Do yeah and me? so harley uh. ends up grabbing her and putting her in a bag and they go off you know to a hotel to see what's going on or her house and and she has you know all these things and she does have what was delivered for poison ivy for this Doom you know it's like one of those amazon Luthor. drones now yeah, well, he ended Strapping up Luther packages. was going to give Harley or Ivy an offer, but you know she was having problems. All this was going on. Now the problem is, is that Harley does have a bit of a meltdown here. Like, oh man, what? I'm not good enough to get an offer. She did get an offer. Yeah, she ended up refusing it. So that's off. That that is one of the things that is off here because she's like, where did I go wrong? You know, I'm not a good person. I'm not a bad person. But like I said, we saw her give up that offer, telling Lex to go pound sand. Uh, uh, but the I, offer, I do like
1: the idea too, though that she gets this box from this Doombot and then doesn't give it to Poison Ivy until two weeks later when she thinks it might help her because and uh, then
2: lies. Yeah. Oh, we just got it this. just got here today, and and you have Poison Ivy kind of you know dip her finger in this box of dirt and like oh fertilizer. fertilizer. I yeah, think yeah. this will make me go better. She does end up you know the next morning looking better though. She says I'm not fully able to stabilize my appearance this is just kind of cosmetic looking i still don't know what's going on i still seem to have limits to how i'm connected and things like that um so yeah harley's like you know what this is ridiculous you know i i I don't want to be bad we're gonna be
1: good when before the like this whole evolution that she has through like Lex Luthor's fertilizer descender, we see this almost like you know plant cocoon wrap around her, so she can yeah. become as strong as she and is. And I next wish morning. that it
2: would have stayed that. I wish she would have just stayed that for a couple of days, and maybe you had the Floronic Man who does show up, Jason Woodrow show up, and maybe you have to have Harley fight him off before she kind of comes out. Well, I, it was weird to be a cocoon and then just come out not fully, you know, cooked. Well, I'm i I, you, that I, that I like the odd. idea
1: though that when this whole ca- cocoon is Wrapping around her, that the flowers that are sitting by her actually open up like eyes, and it's the parliament yeah, of flowers yeah. seeing what's going on, and like yeah, almost like watching. the Floronic Man is like, huh, what's going on over here it's through the power of the, no. like the parliament there.
2: Yeah, and so like I said, I wish that it would have been one of those where maybe she cooks her full way while Harley fights it off, because all of a sudden she's like, listen you know what, Ivy? I, I'm sick of this nonsense of us being bad. We're not real good at it anyway. We're a punchline. We end up being treated like crap. Let's just be good from now on, you know? And all of a sudden, the plants go nuts, and, and they start growing, you know, bark, and trees, and limbs, and stuff come out, and do end up grabbing Harley, and she thinks that that is that they ended up hearing they wanted to be good. Somebody was and she's like, no, no, I, I meant that I the, they, mean the good it. guys, they're poopy heads. They I, I didn't mean it. And it is Jason Woodrow comes in, and Plant where, dogs. Well, there's plant dogs. This is where I really, really thought that it stepped it up. It's just at the very end because the basis of this is the idea that we had problems with when we did get that JLD annual, right. where we said, and not problems fully, but the idea that Jason Woodrow ended up taking the green for himself. He was not picked. He was not. You know, the oh, Parliament yeah. of Flowers didn't say he you are our the avatar. champion. Yeah. Yeah, he ended up forcing that issue, and that comes up here as a thing. Like he must see that you know Poison Ivy, who's back now and is starting to get her powers back, that she will be picked by I the Parliament have somebody of the me. Flowers. I'm the yeah, man. and you so over here, and he represent. even says like, you know, I I I took it myself. I was not given that deal, and I'm not going to let anybody take it just because of a technicality that I wasn't. P- picked as the champion I, I can't let you be the champion i well, thought even that was with really that, good at
1: the end he's all like you know i claim this as my own but you pamela eisley are finally strong enough to be abuse i'm like have used to what are you going to eat pamela eyes now like what are you gonna yeah, do I, here actually, I
2: actually think that what she's saying is the part of them of flowers will now pick her as a champion because before there has to be an explanation of why nobody would have picked her before she now got that lex deal that's supposed to make her above anything she's ever been i think that he knows that and he's like oh no because now that you're going to be way above what you were you're just going to be picked i can't have that happen and i also like harley like hey, i'm the floronic man more like the moronic man <laughs> I was like, all right, that's pretty good. Yeah, there were a I few like little that. bits
1: of Harley here because the thing is, I like it where it's not as hardcore, like, you know, over the top trying to be funny as we have in the Harley yeah, Quinn book. No. Well. And this is being more like in continuity because this is a direct sequel to Heroes in Crisis, putting it more in yeah. the real world outside of Coney Island, which in my mind for the most part has been its own continuity. I like yeah. it toned down a little bit to where she actually can throw out these little one-liners, well, but then also again. reflect on what she's been doing with yeah. her life.
2: And again, this is why I think that if you are one of those like, man, we could have just had that in Harley. Well, first off, obviously from this issue and especially how it ends and what goes on, this is more of a poison ivy deal than really a Harley, you know, 80, 20. We'll see how it goes on because it's dealing with all this stuff. Um, But because of that, I don't want this Harley to say, hey, I have my apocalypse hammer. Or, Oh, man, I'm one of the judges. You don't need that. And so I'm glad that it's separated and it's separated. It to a point then also, if you are liking Sam Humphreys, Harley, God bless your soul, you're not going to get <laughs> interrupted sweet, sweet child, with you. a heroes and Crisis deal. This book, I mean, really, I barely I rarely ever say this, but you don't have to buy this. You can just find out at the end, hey, what, what happened with Poison Ivy? Oh, she's back and she's part of the green and the Parliament, Parliament of Flowers as the Avatar. Maybe, or it's it leads, you know, they're gonna end up doing. It. So it's not, it makes it so. I'd rather have have this and let people who want to see poison ivy be redeemed or changed from what we got in heroes in crisis and then if you're not but if you're doing harley quinn and you're enjoying that book this doesn't interrupt it so it's there and you're not exactly getting that full-out harley of you know she's talking to us breaking the fourth wall things like that it is a more serious you know kind of harley that was in heroes in crisis or even like a suicide squad Yeah, something like that. So it's a separate deal. So I I prefer. Yeah, when. And, and even with it, I'm going through this and I'm like, okay, I can see what people are talking about. You know, here we go. We're Some just going to have fashion yeah. shows and this. Once huh. Jason Woodrow showed up, then I'm, Shit I'm telling you, then I'm real. like, okay, this actually has a purpose beyond just what I thought it would. And you, you do hint to War the Green. And really, you say months. It's It's been a year or so. It's, it's been a while since we started talking that. And this is something we've wanted. So it's, it's something that we see. months in and a year. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you, it's been probably like 12 or 18. I was going to say it's probably been 12 months. It's probably been about 18 months (laughs) or so. I'm trying to think when everyone loves Ivy because we were saying it even before that. So that was a while back, but it's something that we've wanted to see. And this could be the culmination of the idea we're saying about this whole idea of uh, Poison Ivy going into the green Parliament of Flowers things if in fact the opposite happens and it makes sure to let you know that Poison Ivy doesn't have that avatar deal or she's not as fully connected that ends up spelling out something that we've also wanted to know for quite some time because they've been playing willy nilly of whether or not the green accepted or is this part of this is it not and I think that you'll get an answer with that at well, least i just don't this, think so. that you should
1: plant yourself down i think you should put the pedal to the metal because the oh. root of this story has room to
2: grow Oh, my. What, well, <laughs> you just write that up? I just, Did you know? sitting here I, I'm my, telling you. I got to come it, up with something here. I, that's fine. But I, I do like the seeds that are planted here. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. there there you go. Boosh. I don't have the drum. Boom. Boom. <laughs> 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 I don't <laughs> have that here. Don't plant yourself on this one, Jim. Oh, Don't plant yourself. All right. To the metal. I mean, really. The plant I, pedal. I wish you would just make like a tree and leave, Eric. That's what I want you to do. Right. But yeah. I, I like this. I'll I like it. the art. I like this more than a lot of other people, it seems, yeah, me too. exactly how much you like it, because what is your score? I'm giving this a 7 out of 10. I enjoy the art in this, and I like the serious tone
1: of Harley here, who is caring for a poison ivy, and while I don't like Heroes in Crisis, I wanted to see something come of that that could actually lead to a decent story, and this has the seeds to show me that it might wow. have that going forward. So yeah, 7 out of yeah. 10 for this issue.
2: Yeah, it planted a lot of things in my mind, and <laughs> I do like. I'm giving it a seven as well. And maybe it's because I heard it was so terrible, and when I read it, it actually hits. I some read it out of nowhere, and just it. thinking, like, oh, "What's this going to be about?" Now
1: I was actually very pleasantly surprised and told you about it. Then everybody yeah, else hate yeah, it all. So- <laughs>
2: Oh man people and I, I think that it has that Jody Hauser has a no win situation. She comes into this out of one of the most you know dis- divisive infamous. books that we 've had for famous yeah, this book had been <laughs> Heroes in Crisis, so yeah, you end up having to tie into something that a lot of people don 't just not like they loathe, they detest to the point where some people were claiming it's they're never the reading DC the dawn, Comics Jim. because of that. So, yeah, coming out of that, you're going to have some issues as well, but I, I think that this About is for this series, and huh? maybe. Yeah, well, we'll see how many that we have uh, that are good and we like. Maybe it'll get nonsense, but we'll see. All right, Eric, and what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Deceased, A Good Day to Die, number one. That is mine as well, by good far. Book. By far, that was mine as No matter what Brandon says. Oh, my Brandon was yelling at me all day today. (laughs) I got like 50 messages from him just screaming and yelling, if I wanted Zombieland, I wish we'd have gotten Zombieland from the beginning. And I said, yeah, I wish we would have too. I I said to him, I says, that uh, (laughs) this actually is what I wanted more of than what we were getting in the the thing. So I can't give this book a bad score because it's not like the book that I'm a little bit disappointed with in the main deal. So I I would have liked it to be this more along and more happened in this than we have with a bunch of heroes sitting on, you know, the the Daily Planet roof. I I don't need that. I'm telling Uh, you, this opened
1: up the world because the rest of the series at this point really just feels like that. That opening scene of Left for Dead when you start that first level and you're just on that roof there. I'm like, all right, if you never moved on down the stairs. This is the last four issues Man, of, of DC. I
2: also said to him, I mean, we get a tie-in that seems to be made at the end. you know, while things are going on, that at least Mister mm-hmm. Terrific's trying to figure out something. Yeah, there's Mr. actually Terrific. people doing things. You know, it didn't work out for him, but hey, that's an. And uh, if you wonder why you didn't hear us talk about this book of the week, get us on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash oh, right. Weird Science. So that's yeah, good. We, a good we one, guys. Yeah, we had some fun. We talked probably about 40, 50 minutes about that one book, I believe. So if you want that, go over to the Patreon, check it out. Again, I'll I'll even spell it out like I I didn't at the beginning. But if you join up now, you will not get charged right away. You can have a free trial until October. And if you don't like what you hear, you quit before October 1st. You'll never be charged. So there you go. If you don't like to hear Eric's voice. Batman number 78 leads next week's books, Eric. It doesn't. It's just at the top. I'm going to actually mention all... All the books that come out next week. We're not going to be talking about all those. Two of these will be on the Patreon Spotlight, which will be Leviathan and Batman. But I will let everybody know exactly what all is coming out. Batman number 78. Batman and the Outsiders number 5. Catwoman number 15, Detective Comics number 1011, Event Leviathan number four, Gotham City Monsters number one. Steve Orlando is back in the house, Eric. He's back in somebody's house. He ain't ain't in my house. And that's the other thing. Because we're not going to be around, I have to talk to Jeremy. And we're gonna be doing the podcast before he would probably be able to do the Orlando zone it's true, so if he wants to do that, it would kind of be its own thing uh later. We'll have to see how that goes or he can take the so week up in on. the air Hawkman number sixteen justice League Odyssey number thirteen. Oh my, is Jessica Cruz dead? I don't know. <laughs> I'll I'm never not tell telling <laughs> the flash number seventy eight the Riddler, Year of the Villian, no, Wonder you. Twins number seven, right there. Double no, shot of you. Mark Russell, a double shot nobody wants. Wonder Woman number <laughs> it's a seventy-eight, deadly double shot. and Young Justice number eight. Yeah, that's one of those things. It's like I think I can handle two of the Mark Russells. That's when you OD, oh Eric. That's when they find <laughs> you in your you, hotel I've room. i got a double dose of Bendis this next week. I don't need a yeah. double dose of frigging Mark Russell. Double dose of Russell and Bendis. Oh, the the tales we tell. <laughs> no, the Golden Age has arrived it has and a single uh, dose of king yes yes oh my it's god a formula this, is of a, death. this is a crazy week coming and in orlando i mean it keeps getting better oh my oh geez but yeah that's what's coming up next week like i said abbreviated podcast we're gonna have stuff on the patreon stuff very early on the patreon as well if you want to check that out just go over sign up see if you like it uh other than that I think that's it, Eric. I think we're about done. We that's the podcast. One. We did. We got through it. And and with the whole deal, we could take off next week. That's we what could? you want. That's what <laughs> you wanted to do. You were Made like sense oh, to me. it will kind of feel like we are by the time we get to the weekend. But uh yeah, really, says me. Uh, I'm gonna be in South Carolina in the heat, watching the graduation. Yeah, what a vacation. But yeah, uh, we could take the week off. But I, I, I don't like doing that. I uh-huh. like to say that we've never taken a week off and all this time that ends then and i like to have things to rub into people so there you go and i mean I, i'm talking <laughs> to people like a japanese subway if you know what i mean but we're done I do? here. <laughs> i know you do we're done here <laughs> what do we say at the end everyone have a great week, week. keep it weird, weird. And we'll see you in seven see you in seven <laughs>